Hi guys, it's Katie. Duh. Uh, before we get started, this week's podcast is brought to you by State Farm. When it comes to insurance, State Farm has all the markings of a top-tier player. It's a sports analogy. Get it? Uh, first, they make it look easy. They manage your coverage. You manage your coverage, pay your bill, and even file a claim from the palm of your hand with the State Farm mobile app, which was just awarded Best Insurance Mobile App 2019. Heck of a way to find out I didn't win. Uh, and like a great teammate, they know your tendencies. State Farm agents are local, so they'll help you choose coverage that fits your needs. State Farm is always there to coach you through it. <laughs> with the answers you need when you need them. When you want the real deal, go with State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This podcast is called Sports, and somebody commented the other day, at this point, if you're coming to this podcast looking for sports, you are genuinely confused. Hello? Um, hello? Hello? Welcome to Sports, the podcast. <laughs> the ends of the question mark, but starts with the question. I'm Katie Nolan, just barely. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. Hi, this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. It's Erica. I'm in New York City, quarantining in my apartment. Uh, my question is, when this all ends and all sports are back on, what would be the first thing you'd want to attend in person? So the, what would be the first sporting event? You'd want to attend when everything goes back on. And imagine everyone's full strength. Everyone's been training. So it could be like the Super Bowl with the Ravens for Jay, the lifelong Ravens fan. Or it could be like <laughs> the finals of the U.S. Women in the World Cup for you, Katie. Or something wrestling, Ashley. I don't know why I'm giving you suggestions to your answers. Um, but mine would be, I went to University of Michigan. Uh, go Blue. So mine would be Michigan versus Ohio State in the big house. And since we're imagining things, we would win. Um, <laughs> love you. Mean it. Bye. Erica, shout out to you, quarantining in New York City. We are doing the same, or, or at least adjacent. And then Jay is wherever again. Virginia Beach, you the hottest mm-hmm. dude in Virginia Beach right now? <laughs> yeah. Jay looks tan. You do it's look tan. And you know what? I'm, I'm trying not to get mad at you about it, but boy, is it tough. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry as well. Uh, the question was, if you could, when this all ends and all sports are back on, and weirdly, everything's in season, and you can do whatever you want. Every sport's happening. Uh, what sport are you going to see? And I'd have to say, you know, a Patriots game. Because, boy, is it. <laughs> do I love everyone on that team. Let me name them. Uh, uh, Stidham. Jarrett. Garrett. Jarrett Stidham. Um, uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, probably, uh, it probably, shut up. Probably, um, I'd go to a, I don't care. What about you guys? What sport? Uh, today's not the day. Okay. Today's not the day to ask me a question about, Ash, what do you want to I think I'd want to go tailgate the Eagles home opener. There's, Ooh. it's, you're with your people. Everyone's going to be super excited. It's not, you still have that sense of hope. You haven't been let down yet by anything. <laughs> It, there's no like pressure. It's not like a playoff game, you know, where you're mm. like nervous. You're just mm-hmm. all excited, all excited. And it's going to be a beautiful day out. And there's going to be brats and there's going to be beers. Yeah, it's going to be a beautiful be day cornhole. because it's going to be like next July. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely, that's what I would want to do. All right, Jay. Um, before everything got canceled, uh, Manchester City was supposed to play Real Madrid in the uh, Champions League quarterfinal uh, and, or round of 16. And um, I don't know that Manchester City will get to play in the Champions League again for a while. <laughs> I um, forgot about that. So uh, 
ideally they will because we're living. Isn't in that, that funny? World. Isn't that and, funny that like your your team might not get to be in the Champions League for a while, and that's all you've ever wanted? And mine was at the top of the table by a long shot, and all just want to win a league, a champ, a league. They just want to win the league, and they and the and I'm like I th- every time I think about Liverpool, I get devastated. Yeah. You like, could go to the Liverpool victory it. parade. I, don't know I would go to the it. game. I would go to the game. I would go to any Liverpool game at Anfield would be the number one place that I would go. Uh, yeah. But even just thinking about it bums me out. I'm I'm different than a lot of people. I've, I've seen a lot of people say they like to watch old sports and shit to get, you know, by during the quarantine. It bums me out too much to think about Liverpool, to watch sport. I just, it makes it more, I become more aware about what isn't happening right now. It's just, really? a, I don't know, it's just a weird thing about me. So, like, the mm-hmm. thought of thinking about going to a Liverpool match just makes me bummed out. Which could be because I'm just, today is one of those days. I'm in a mood. We're going to turn it around. We're going to turn it around. For sure. And if we down. aren't, this beer's going to. So that's a thing. Um, it's a great question, though, Erica. A fantastic question. Jay would go to a Champions League match. Uh, Ashley would go tailgate an Eagles game. And I would go to uh, I would stay home and play Rocket League. Um <laughs> really good question. Which, honestly, go why don't we have cars playing soccer at this point? You know what I mean? I think mean? it should be, you know what? Else, it's the safest way to play it's the sports. Safest you're way to self, play sports. You're self-isolating you're inside in your car. car. You're, in you're a inside car. your car. Yeah, you know? I don't know. It's like they say it's the safest needs place to, to be to when it's lightning. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think yeah. we all do, quite yeah. honestly. We yeah, all that's true. need to get to That's a good work. point. Um but anyway, if you're sitting at home and you also have a question, you can always Come on, come you on, baby. No, Ashley, honey. That was honey, a good I, one. It was. You, it's no, I know you know better than that. So let's try it again. If you're at home, you want to ask us a question, you can always leave us a voicemail. What where's the H coming from? There was never an H. Oh, leave, oh you're right. It's a new like, oh, it's like a, leave us a voicemail. My girl. I knew you had it in there. I knew it was in there. Is that a it new was like three shirt? octaves like lower. It. Yeah, thanks. I like it a lot. Uh, the number is 860-506-5571. And no, I don't have it memorized. I read it off of a document. <laughs> Today on the podcast. That's right. We're not doing, we're not friendly bantering right off the top. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to do friendly banter quarantine updates. Um, there was a, there was also a major trade that just happened like a couple hours ago in the NFL. Probably talk about that. And then uh, with the NFL draft coming up this week, we're going to bring in a draft expert. Our very mm. own sports draft expert. That's right. Ian Carmel is going to join us. <laughs> and we're going to do a draft of our own. Because that's the kind of draft expert we bring to the table. Huge. Will we talk about the rounds of the NFL draft? Likely not. Not even once. Not for a second. Nope. Not even just to see how it feels. I won't like the way it feels. <laughs> we're going to do our own draft. Um. So that's happening. But before all of that, uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Coors Light. So, Ashley, how would you like me to tell the people about Coors Light? Well, I have been watching a lot of uh, children's television and movies. Mm. And I was wondering if you could do me a solid and tell us about Coors Light as if you were Winnie the Pooh. I feel like we've talked about this before. I feel like we've talked about this. I don't. I don't really have Eeyore. a Winnie the Pooh. Mm. But I thought you could try it. <sighs> okay. You want me to just try a Winnie the Pooh? Yes, please. <clears throat> okay. 
Here we go. Do you ever feel like you're always on? Like you need to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? My favorite way to chill is simple. I just crack open a Coors Light. Oh, I love it. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottle and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. And if the pace of things is wearing you down, take a moment, think, 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 refresh yourself, and when you choose to turn off, reach for the one beer that's made to chill. Cause light is brewing with a three-step cold process. Cold lagered, cold filtered, mm, cold packaged, so it's always made to chill. The mountains on Coors Light cold activated bottles and cans turn blue and chill with perfection. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado in 1978, Coors Light is refreshing, crisp, and only 102 calories. That's what Coors Light. That's what Coors Light is the one I choose when I need a moment of chill. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. You can have a Coors Light delivered by going to getcoorslight.com. Get.coorslight.com and find local delivery options near you. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Is that, did that sound like Winnie the Pooh? I, Katie, you crushed that. That was yeah, it was just okay. For, it was just okay for me. Okay. I, I, I really tell. enjoyed it. Thank yeah. you. I was. Uh, I felt like I, I couldn't tell if it was good or not. Um, it was good. <laughs> hello. Hi. Hey. How are hey. you? Ooh, it's friendly banter. Do you want to talk Ooh. about your mood or Ooh. no? Ooh, I forgot. Yeah, Ooh, I mean, timing change. I guess wow. that sub that subpar Winnie the Pooh of mine threw you off your game. <laughs> it did. Um, it truly did. Oh, Jay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, how's everybody? We can talk about my mood, but my mood kind of spills into the next sports thing, which we're going to talk to in just oh. a second, talk about in a second. So, what, uh, how's everybody's quarantine mental health check? How's everybody doing? Jay, you can go first. Mm. How am I doing? I am okay. Uh, it's been, I, like, I'm at the point of the quarantine now where I just don't, there's no separation between the days and the times. And so yeah. it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm just like eating. You know what I mean? I'm eating and then I'm oh, not yeah. for, for two hours and then I'm eating again. And that's sort of how I demark the time. Um, couple check in. They are getting really into, like, group movie night. And okay. I... Am not. You're, they you're, are choosing oh, gone, like mm. movies that. Wait, say that again. You dropped out. Oh no! I I, oh, we heard I said uh, movie night. Uh, uh, they're into group oh, movie night. They're and you getting are not? really. They're getting into group movie night, and I am not. Uh, mm. Recently, they've gone on a uh, Hunger Games 
binge where they oh, watch. Oh, good, watching it, not like living it out. <laughs> no, that's okay. probably next. <laughs> that would be, that um, would be bad. The Hunger Games. They've been watching a lot of the Hunger Games, which was good once. You didn't read the books, did you? No. No, of course not. Wait, I'm sorry. Are they watching multiple movies or are they watching one of the movies multiple times? No, they watched the whole thing in a row. Okay. Like one, two, three and a half. Isn't that it? Four. Or well, whatever. They, sp- they split the last one into two. Yeah, they did the Harry Potter. Uh, okay. You All should right. uh, you should read the books. They're really good. Are they? It doesn't yeah. seem like something he wants to do right now. No. What, what else is he doing? He's just eating and waiting till he eats well, again. He it's, just but it's that. the only group activity. It's a group activity they're all doing together, and I think he wishes that they could be doing something that wasn't watching other Hunger Games films. Mm. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Right. Like more if you but other than that, everything's been okay. Ashley's giving unhelpful advice tonight. It's unhelpful, <laughs> Ashley. You know, you'd Ooh, like you really sh- enjoy you'd enjoy group movie night more if you would just shut up and read the books. Okay, <laughs> so maybe before the next movie, you could just read the book, and we then don't uh, have, I think it'd be good. We don't have the Hunger Games books here, but we do have the Divergent series. Is that something that I should do? I was into, that's Ashley? so weird because when you said Hunger Games, I was like, I'd even rather watch the Divergent movies. I read because I watched too. one by accident. So, once, do you think like, that I would enjoy those, Ashley, or do you just want to move on and continue? I mean, how do you feel about like young adult dystopian, like partial romance? I think I just made myself kicking, pretty kicking pretty ass clear. and saving the world. Okay, I mean, so then no. I would like the world to get saved. Let's not. If you want, not. I can I can just zoom you and read you them. I have them right next to me. You want to do Zoom story time? Yeah. Why not? That sounds great. Are you gonna, you're going to read books to him? Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to read them. I can, can read you. Just you. Me, can you just give us like a quick taste of what that might sound like? Um, you want me to get up and get the book? Yeah, I do. Which one? Hunger Games I, or Divergent? Whatever. You Dealer's choice. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Ashley is going to um, give us a little taste of what Zoom story time might sound like. Uh, she's going to read a book to us. The Hunger Games. Now. By Suzanne Collins. Are we doing the Part whole book? <laughs> the Tributes. Are we doing the whole book, do you think? When I, I wake up, Ian. the other side of the bed is cold. My okay. fingers stretch out, seeking Prim's warmth, but finding only the rough canvas cover of the mattress. She must have had bad dreams and climbed in with her mother. Of course, she did. This is the day of the reaping. I prop myself up on one elbow. There's enough light in the bedroom to see them. My little sister, Prim, curled up on her side, cocooned in my mother's body, their cheeks pressed together. In sleep, my mother looks younger, still worn but not so beaten down. Prim's face is as fresh as a raindrop, as lovely as the primrose for which she was named. My mother was very beautiful I'm good. once, too. Uh, so that's okay. so, so they tell in, If you're just joining us, um, <laughs> Ashley's done now with reading a book. You have a great reading voice. It's nothing Honestly, personal. It's super soothing. It's, I would listen to you it. do it. Uh, yeah. I would just suggest that maybe you record it and then send it to Jay as opposed to doing it live on our podcast. So he could do it, do it on his own time? Yeah, of, maybe know, we do it on our own fair. time. Maybe you just call each other and talk on the phone. And no. I love, again, I love, I don't want to discourage anyone's creativity. <laughs> I do think we got to do a podcast. And I, yeah, I, I feel like the same way you can't play a song, I don't think you can just read someone's book without mm. asking. So mm. let's source that. Was that Suzanne Collins who wrote Hunger Games? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Shout out Suzanne Collins. You can, it was a, a Harper, Harper Collins <laughs> publishing. 
2009, 2011. No, it's MLA format. MLA 2000, 2000, 2008. 2008. Scholastic. I apologize. And we couldn't say penguin because that would have been mortifying if I said it was penguin. Um, (laughs) All right. So, uh, Ash, how is the kid? How are the dogs? Kids good. Dogs are good. Our, uh, we talked a little bit. I don't think we said it on the pod, but like the trying to get that extension for my, my, uh, yeah, did lease. we talk about it on the pod? I don't think we did. Uh, no. that did not work out. So your landlord's Steve trash. Me, yeah, it's not great. Um, Steve and I are probably going to move in the next month and a half. So we're trying to like buy a house, which is which challenging. Is so, it's so fun in to a global do right pandemic. Now. Yeah. So that's a little bit stressful, but, um, just a little. I am not going to let it get me down. I'm going to be Hell in a yeah, really girl. good mood today because Hell I got to yeah. pick up my best friend who I haven't seen in oh. 17 weeks and she's in a bad mood. So I'm probably going to go over the top with my, with my optimism. You know what I mean? Let's, let's kick That's, this, I don't, this mood see, right now. In I feel, well, now I feel good because you have reasons to, you have like extra reasons to be in a bad mood. I'm just in a bad mood because today was like a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. It was just one of those everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Myrtle got her shots yesterday. And I don't know if this is common, but she's uh, funny today. She's yeah, just like really is. itchy and her her mood kind is weird. Lethargic. She's like lethargic. Yeah. And then after that's yeah. And when she's not lethargic, then she's going nuts. And like she tried to bite me on my face last night. And then this morning she caught me on my lip. And like these are things that I understand are puppy things, but she doesn't do those. And like it's, it's just, I don't know, it's extra hard on a day when you need like you know, as I'm sure, Ashley, you're used to at this point when you need everyone to kind of step up for you in your family. I just have this little one and I'm just like, I need you to be good today. And she bit my lip, which sucked. Um, and then I went out into the world, which I don't like to do. And, uh, and I had to get my prescription filled and I went to three different pharmacies and it wasn't available at any of them. And, uh, finally on the last one, they were like, Oh wait, we have some, we were looking, we can do generic. It was just a a mess. I was gone for like an hour and then I didn't expect that it was going to be that long. And then it started raining. So I was like walking around, uh, it was like pouring too, pouring rain. And then by the time I got back, I got back like 10 minutes before I was supposed to do highly questionable. And so it looked like a wet dog and then, uh, did highly questionable. There were questions about Tom Brady, I said that him going to a park was stupid and that he doesn't have to go to a park right now because he is rich and has a backyard. And like, why does he think he's the exception to the rule? And then found out that there are actually people on the internet who think that it's all about your inalienable rights and that nobody can tell you that you can't go to a park instead of thinking that, well, you're, you can go to a park. That doesn't mean you should go to a park right now. And you're being asked to please not go to a park because doctors say that it might kill people around you. And there are really people who are, like, I understand the people who are experiencing economic anxiety, the people who are like, I need to work. And if I don't work, I can't pay my bills. I understand that. I understand that that's a stress I don't have to worry about, though I do have other stresses that I do. But I don't understand the people who are just like, it's the Constitution says I can, so you can't tell me not to. It's like, come on, guys. It's a temporary thing. And I just get very, um, I just get very bummed by that. I know by now I, people would say I should just look at the internet and be like, you yeah, know, who gives a shit? You live in your mom's basement. But I'm like, those represent real people. And if I can't understand where they're coming from, it really stresses me out. Especially well, if people- I'm like unmedicated. <laughs> so it was just a, a, a heavy day. And she's been 
bad and it's been bad. And then uh, Gronk is going to play football again for the Buccaneers. So, you know, it's cool. It's cool. And everybody's (laughs) wanting me to talk about it on their shows. And I'm like, I don't have anything to say about it. Like, I don't know. We should talk about it, though, because it's sports news, and this podcast is called Sports, and somebody commented the other day, at this point, if you're coming to this podcast looking for sports, you are genuinely confused. So, here we go. <laughs> sports talk. Gronk. Rob Gronkowski, who previously retired, which you may be asking, isn't that something you can't undo? Yeah, you're right, but he did. He undid it. He undid it after one year of not playing, and after joining the WWE and winning the 24-7 title, he now is back in the league, and he plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with his old friend Tom Brady, who used to be the quarterback of the New England Patriots team that I root for that Gronk used to play for. I cover it all? I think you yeah, did. I think so. That was really sportsy. I don't so know. is um, Are I'm you- Kate Nolan, ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Let's break down your feelings. Let's talk through it. Are you more upset that he came back after like saying he wasn't going to or that he's coming back to not the Patriots or that he's coming back specifically for Tom, not the Patriots. Uh, This it's tough to, let me just put it this way because I think this will answer all your questions. It's harder to answer them individually. Strangely enough. I think what happened with Gronk is that he let, he, he didn't want to play football for whatever reason. It's the toll it's taking on its bot on his body. The toll it's taking on his mind. Um, I think that he didn't want to play football anymore. So we decided not to play football, tried to just be full-time Gronk instead of part-time Gronk, full-time football player. And I think he learned pretty quickly as most of us did that it was going to get old kind of quick. Uh, his shtick is good when it's a secondary shtick, not when it's, you never go full Gronk and he did. Mm. And so I think that he probably that combined with the fact that, Brady was going to a new team combined with the fact that the new team was a coach who famously is a player's coach, lets guys take days off. He's kind of relaxed. Also, Tampa Bay is a warm location where there are beaches, uh, which Gronk loves a beach and a place to dock his cruise ship, um, COVID-19 notwithstanding. So I think like... <laughs> I think that he probably he was probably considering coming back to football, but you don't grovel back to Belichick and say, I want to play here. And with Tom leaving and there being all this hype around where Tom's going to go, I think it just made sense that Gronk was like, okay, I'll come back. It just annoys me because like we could have used him. We could have used him. And, and maybe, maybe no one will ever know, but, but sports butterfly effect, maybe Gronk doesn't retire and he's here last season Tom doesn't leave. Like, I I just, you don't really know. You can never know. And it's a waste of time to go back and look at it that way. But it's just like, it just felt like an unnecessary stab. Like uh, on April 1st for April Fool's Day, I don't know if everybody saw this, but on Highly Questionable, uh, Bomani and uh, Dan and Charlie Kravitz, the producer, pranked me, who was an idiot and should have known it was April 1st and should have been paying attention. But they basically told me Julian Edelman got traded and that we were going to talk about it in the show. And I like lost my mind. It was like, oh my God. And then when I looked, tried to look it up on Twitter, I noticed the date and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm an idiot. This was like, had they tried to do this, I would have been like, oh, it's April Fool's Day. You guys are so dumb. Like this is the obviously too extreme example of something happening. Like this would never happen. And it just felt like, all right, Gronk. Okay, cool. Um, 
So there it is. He's now plays for Tampa Bay. New skinny Gronk. New skinny yeah. Gronk, who also is uh is the twenty four seven title holder yeah, of uh, the WWE. I think the first, we talked about this on the podcast before. If somebody tackles him now, that person is now a WWE champion, and congrats to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you need to have like a WWE ref who, there. Who does Tampa? Okay, have so in just the first a, game a WWE ref should go to every single yeah. box game. Also, yeah, I think um, like that. I, in Bill We Trust and yada yada and draft picks and yada yada, but to trade Gronk, a person that we didn't even know we could trade like a couple days ago, obviously we knew we could, but it wasn't even a possibility a couple days ago, as far as we knew. To trade him and a seventh for a fourth round pick, to me, feels like we could have gotten a lot more back in that trade. Hmm. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, I saw people like that. Yeah, I saw people that were saying like they thought that it was going to be for like a trade up so that they could get a first round pick and get Tua. And then when I saw it was a fourth yeah. round, it was a lot. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. But a fourth round, I mean, it's, that's what the Patriots do. I saw people before the trade happened, they were like, watch, they will do it and they'll do it for like a fourth rounder. And then they did it with a seventh rounder for a fourth rounder. I think we've talked a lot about people and franchises who respond well to revenge stimulation. And I think the Pats do it better than anybody. And I know Brady does it, but I think Belichick is really the heart and soul of that revenge game. And he is going to come out so pissed and so fired up that you guys are going to stomp anyone in your path for like 12 games in a row. I and also it's kind of, yeah. gonna be fun to watch. I really we're gonna want to. We're gonna really try our best think to. You are. It's, but it's he can like, drop whatever game plan he wants. They still have to execute it. And by they, I mean whoever. Yeah, but still isn't goes that here. kind of like the same that it was when the dynasty started? Like, yeah. Look, I'm, it was, I'm there not were a bunch say, of unknown like, guys, and then all of a sudden they were the best team in the league for 14 years. I've had a lot of people say, like, "Are you going to root for Tampa Bay now?" And I'm like, I don't know if that's because I'm a woman. I don't understand why I'm getting asked this question a lot. My reaction to it is like, no, of course not. Um, I'm going to root for the Patriots. Uh, I, you might also want me to say for good radio that I hope that they both suck. I will say if they both suck, Tom Brady and Gronk specifically, it will be entertaining to see the way people react. But I'm not rooting for it. I'm not rooting against Tom Brady, a guy who I loved unconditionally before. Um, and, and Gronk who did so, like they did a lot for my team. I'm not an idiot. I'm grateful. Um, I, I, but I'm not going to root for Tampa Bay now. Like, I think, I don't know. I think, that's right an NBA, I think that's an NBA, an NBA question. Cause a lot of NBA fandom is driven by players instead of teams. Like if your favorite player goes to a different team, like you root for that team. Yeah. So and I feel football like- fans, football fans famously take the side of ownership a lot in weird situations like labor disputes. Yeah. And like, I'm not taking the team side in that regard. Like I think everybody should do their best, get paid and do what they got to do to protect, you know, their chicken. But I, I'm not going to not root for the Patriots. That's yeah, insane. New England. That's why yeah. you root for the Patriots. And it Patriots. will be, it will be fun to see them be scrappy. I mean, we still have Bill. It'll be fun to watch, you know, pundits say that. You know, oh, they like to act like they're the underdog. They still have Bill Belichick. And it's like, you were the ones who said we lost. Okay, whatever. Um, but it's, it, it'll be interesting. I also think like to be self aware for a minute, we've, had, we've experienced as, you know, New England and Boston sports fans, we've had a lot of success and we all knew, we always knew, enjoy it now because the crash is going to come. And, uh, we thought the crash would just mean like Brady or Belichick retire and we have to, you know, move on or both and we have to try to rebuild. We did not know it would be sort of a, a betrayal tinged, uh, rebuild, but it is, it, it, 
you know, we made a deal with the devil. As I said to Sarah Spain earlier, we made a deal with the devil, and now we know the devil lives in Tampa Bay. I always suspected. Always suspected. <laughs> we knew it was somewhere in Florida. It makes perfect sense <laughs> yeah, that the devil would have a Florida. residence in Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, um, sure. I don't know. We know this is Brady's chance to go prove himself. Like, now it's also Bill's, and I feel like he's going to come so hard. I'm, like, really excited to see it. I, I also lie. think that I, I know that this podcast is not going to focus on the draft on Thursday, but I do think the Patriots on Thursday are going to pull some stuff that none of us expected, and it's going to turn out wildly well because that's one thing that Bill. Well, that's does great. see now you haven't you haven't watched a lot of Patriots drafts, and obviously this one's going to be a lot more interesting than the last few, but they always tend to be pretty boring, uh, pretty boring in a way that later ends up paying off, but in terms of like yeah. flashiness, yeah, no, uh, they're not very interesting. It'll be like. Yeah. We're not going to, people are going to talk about it for three or 12 or however many months there are till football. But then, you know, eventually when that season starts and you see the guys who the Patriots picked, we're going to be like, oh my gosh, he is the best linebacker that we've ever seen play football. And he was a 24th round pick. Yeah. Well, our guest that it will be joining us in just a moment, Ian Carmel of the All Fantasy Everything podcast, uh, worked with Gronk for a little bit. I'm sure he has opinions on this. Oh, yeah. And we Mm. should ask him about them. Right after we let you guys know that today's podcast is also brought to you by Ritual. Ashley, I don't know if I can pull out another Winnie the Pooh. I know it was terrible, but um, how would you like me to tell terrible. people? Six out of ten. It was a six out of ten. Okay, I'll take that because no, I didn't know no. I had a Winnie the Pooh. I honestly blacked out. I don't remember. And 9.9. 9. 9. 9. 9. Oh, you seem you seemed to 9. like 8. it. Well, yeah, I, I, really disagree. I cried laughing, so... Mm. There's All right. What, uh, what, how do you want me to, what do you, what a ritual? Okay. Can you do this, uh, ad read for ritual as if you were a sports announcer trying to do like play by play or like entrance announcements and like trying to get people hyped, but there aren't any fans in the stadium. So I'm there bad. are mannequins. <laughs> there are dressed mannequins. <laughs> there are uh, mannequins. There are no you can, yeah. You can feel too. Creepier. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for vitamins, specifically ritual. Those are crickets. We all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. But even if we try really hard to eat kale salads and drink green smoothies, we're still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. More crickets. Uh, <laughs> enter, enter ritual. Yeah. Rah. That's the announcer <laughs> pretending that there's crowd noise. Oh my God. This announcer's so good. The, thank you. The obsessively researched vitamin for women ritual. I love taking ritual. It's got a mint flavor to it, which means you don't burp up fish. <laughs> Ritual essential for women is the multivitamin reimagined from D3 to omega-3 to Mighty Ducks 3. Ritual's essential for women helps fill gaps in a women's diet. Their no-nausea capsule design is gentle on an empty stomach. And there's a mint tab in every bottle! Yay! <laughs> I don't know how to do the second half of this ad read, which is that it's an empty stadium. I'm kind of just going with an announcer, and I gotta be honest, it feels good. I haven't heard a voice like this in a long time. 
Uh, there's a, like I said before, there's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh. So you don't, I already said all this, but it's in the copy. You don't get that fishy aftertaste. Common with most omega-3s. <laughs> and it's traceable and transparent. For obsessive label readers, all of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients, and their sources are out there for the whole world to see! Myrtle is sleeping through this, which is a, a real a real indictment of the way that I'm, the, how good I am at this. Um, you know, better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now, Ritual is offering my listeners, 10 per our listeners, there's three of our listeners, get 10% off your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step for women, but a giant leap for womankind that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. <laughs> Visit ritual.com slash Nolan to start your ritual today. That's 10% off! The mannequins are going nuts at this point. During your first three months, three months, first three months uh, at ritual.com slash Nolan. Thank you so much. Please, ritual, their vitamins. All right, it's NFL Draft Week. Everybody is excited. No one more than us, famously. Uh, so we are joined now by our draft expert, the great Ian Carmel, host of All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that sometimes catches itself staring out the window and wondering if life will ever be the way that it was before. Ian, hi. Perfect. That was absolutely yes. perfect. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to another rollicking episode of sports. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, before we get started with this draft in honor of All Fantasy Everything, uh, we were talking before about the Gronk trade, and I know you met him because you guys did that show together, and I want to know your thoughts on what happened today while I drink this beer. I'm pretty surprised he came out of retirement, to be honest. He seemed like so at peace with not playing football anymore because we did the show together that's uh, going to be coming out soon. It's called Game On on the Columbia Broadcasting System. That's CBS for people who aren't in the industry. Uh, nice. Me, <laughs> Venus Williams, Gronk, uh, Bobby Lee. Keegan-Michael Key, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But uh, a big deal. It's a completely big deal. If it doesn't go well, I'm going to move back to Portland and open up a, I don't know, I'm going to make like a succulent village store that I just Ooh. sell succulent villages. Yeah, it's not a bad backup plan. I love that. <laughs> he, I don't know. He lost, he like intentionally lost a bunch of weight and he seemed like he was really happy and like, didn't act like he was missing football, but I guess like when you have a chance to reunite with Tom Brady on the one football team that Tampa Bay has left, you got to do it, right? Mm. I, wow. First of all, ouch. Two As bangers. a lifelong Vipers fan, um, <laughs> it was pretty painful what you did there, but I understand why you had to do it. I respect bang, it. Bang, bang, fan uh, Listen, I'm a, I'm a Tampa oh, Bay fan. I'm a Tampa Bay Viper fan myself. Wow. Well, you were. My, I mean, may they, my, may they rest in peace. My girlfriend, too, we decided to jump on because of you, actually. We were oh. like, which XFL team should we root for? Katie's rooting for the Vipers. Let's get on board with the Vipers. Also, the color scheme was very flattering. I'm so mm -hmm. sorry to you and your lovely girlfriend. Uh, shout out to your girlfriend, who's just the most wonderful. Shout out to, shout out to AJ. She's a real sweetheart. AJ forever. <laughs> Guys, say hi to AJ. AJ forever. Hi, AJ. <laughs> hey, AJ. What's up? Uh, all right, so we figured since everybody's drafting this week, um, and you host the number one podcast worldwide when it comes to drafts, I check the numbers. I think it's. I think other than this podcast, it's all actually the only other podcast. I, I, I haven't oh, done a lot right. of research, <laughs> but yeah, 
Yeah. That's- These are the only two podcasts that exist. It's sports and all fantasy everything, which mm-hmm. for those who don't know, uh, hosted by Ian, but also features my nemesis, David Bory. Um, one of your worst and, enemies. And I mean, one of my worst enemies. I mean, death to him and his friends, but not you and also not him because I love him so much. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but, but like right? Sean, de- but de- death to Sean, though. Death I mean, to Sean is what I meant. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> we all sure can go. Um, so we figured we would do a, a little mini draft here on sports so that anybody who hasn't listened to All Fantasy Everything can kind of get the, the vibe of what a share version of it would sound like. And so, oh, stop uh, it. Obviously, stop it. The, Picture Ian and then two people who are funny for their like jobs yeah. replaced with me and Jay. So yeah. that's the version you're getting. We're going to give you the, this is like the, uh, you know, this is the weed. This is the entry drug to the, the, you know, what heroin that is your podcast. We what do is. like to compare ourselves to heroin. Like it's really fun yeah. for about 15 minutes and then you nod off. Yeah. And wake up two hours later upset with yourself. <laughs> Uh, so what we're gonna, what they do is they'll draft stuff that is not sports, which, you know, is tough for us as a very sports based podcast, but we're gonna step outside of our usual realm and do a non sportsy <laughs> thing today. Wow. What we've decided to draft, the topic is recess games slash playground games. So anything you played in school when you were younger that isn't basketball, football, all of that stuff. It actually, yes. uh, got me thinking that, uh, something crazy that happened in my middle school experience that I didn't think about and buried very deep until today when they taught football, when it was time to learn football in, in uh, gym class in, in middle school, they told the girls to walk the track. Wow. What? Yeah. It wasn't like an option. It was like, girls, your gym class today is walking the track. Boys, we're going to learn football. And so I, I trace my like, oh, I didn't know a lot about football. And whenever people are like, women don't know, I'm like, it's because you made us walk the track. Wow. And you're 23 years old, so that was only a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nuts how much I've learned in such a short time. You know, <laughs> and how how bad my skin looks for my age is really tough. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna draft playground games. We're gonna go three rounds. Normally they go five rounds, which is the thing I know and forget every single time I do all fantasy everything. Um, but basically, yeah, stuff you played when you were a kid that are not traditional sports. And it's also important to note it's a serpentine draft, which, Ian, are you familiar with what that is? Yeah, basically what it means is uh, picture like you're sitting in front of a coffee table, right? Mm-hmm. And on one side of the coffee table, you have your uh, iced coffee that you drank in the morning. And on the other side of the table, you have your iced coffee that you just made for yourself before you started recording this podcast. So uh, mm-hmm. you go and you have a drink of the new iced coffee you made for yourself. And you're like, ooh, that's pretty good. And then you fiddle with your microphone volume, and then you look mm-hmm. at your friends you're doing this podcast with, and then you go Hi. to reach for the empty cup that you made uh, right. in the morning, you know, <laughs> with the iced coffee. Mm. You put it down because you're like, that's not the right cup. And you're like, is it the right cup? So you go back and look at it again. You're like, that's not the right cup. You say hi to your friends. You fiddle with the volume, and then you take another drink out of your fresh iced coffee. That's actually a, a so if you go fourth in the first round, you go first in the second round. But that's actually a better version of what Sean does than what Sean does every time, because he always forgets. And thank you for nailing it. He always forgets that you have to double one end yeah. and then go back. He never doubles the end. I'm not sure he He's does know how a serpentine draft works. I don't think he does. <laughs> if the truth is finally out there. It's, I'm so happy 
like we can, we're in a safe space where we can say that. But I will say, listening to uh, new guests on your podcast every time go, I'm sorry, what? It's just a, it's a beautiful moment where people are like, why can't you just describe it like a normal? Uh, anyway, this is the kind of uh, great content oh, you can expect from All Fantasy Everything. Um, all right, the poor order Sean, of the draft, even, as you know. Sean is catching shit on other people's podcasts, that poor guy. <laughs> he deserves it. He deserves it. He's not going to like the uh, dichotomy no, of this prison cell. We love him. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so the order of the draft is determined by rock, paper, scissors, but since we, you know, are it's an audio medium, I'm just going to count three, two, one, go, and you guys will all yell rock or paper or scissors. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Scissors. Paper. I wait because so, I'm different. No, right? that's not how it works. So now that's you know how it works, Katie. That's how it works on AFE. That's how it works on AFE. Oh, it is. Well, if there's two and then one, it's. I'm kidding. <laughs> A- so Ashley, you determine the order of the draft. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go first. Of course. And um, then it's gonna be J. Katie Ian on the hot corner. Hot corner. I'll take okay. it. Hot okay. corner. Okay. Ian, do you like the hot corner famously, or is that something you're against? I'm a big fan of the hot corner. I love it. He's I love to be able to take two picks in a row. It helps me build a strategy. I can get my running back and my handcuff running back, which in the case of rom-coms is taking Notting Hill and four weddings and a funeral. Whoa. Domination. Gosh. We are not yeah. prepared. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Ashley, you're on the yep. clock with the first pick in the recess playground sports draft. Yep. Um, I am going to take dodgeball. Ah, of course you are. Classic. Dodgeball really separates the men from the boys. You know what I mean? You've got strategy. You've got athleticism. You've got... Violence. Nimbleness. Violence. Oh, my God. You're able to pelt these rubber red balls at kids you don't like. It's incredible. Plus, mm. I don't know if you guys know this, but I was a Division One goalie uh, for soccer mm. in college. I so I was really good at catching stuff. So like was if that you caught the ball was really strong. Yeah, my eyesight is 2010. It's better than 2020. Oh, okay. Ian, I don't mm. know if you happen to know that. Um, <laughs> she's getting but, them all in. She's getting them all in. So, so what's she doing your SATs? What I'm hearing right what, how much, what I'm hearing right now is like you could be serving your country as a fighter pilot, but rather you've decided to spend it <laughs> podcasting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like well, it. it's I like it's that. because like I am also super smart. So like I got an 800 on my math SATs, like a perfect score. It's fine. So like I, you know, they wanted to make sure I was contributing back to society in a different way in the mm. in a pod podcast way. Right. So right. anyway, sure. dodgeball because if you catch the ball, if someone throws it at you and you catch it, they're out. You can bring somebody else back in. So like I was frequently the hero. I loved being able to beat up other people like under the premise of a friendly game. Um. I was did always you, a coward, though. Did you play dodgeball Sorry, at recess? Did you play dodgeball at recess? Um, no. So I kind of took liberties with the description of what we were drafting, and I included like gym class games mm. in my preparation. I, I think that's fair because I included some like classroom games. Yeah, I have a question. What's what up? if we included like <laughs> things that you played oh, gosh, at that Jay. age? No. Jay, with your friends, no, whatever you're there's no spin the bottle, Jay. No. <laughs> no. First of all, if you know me at all, you know I was not playing spin the bottle. I was not invited to that party. But uh, I'm thinking like 
you know, don't, don't maybe give, it's don't like give a sleepover party and there's a good game that you played there. No, is that those are not included. It's Great. all school-based. It's either recess of school, it's gym class of school, or it's like in-school class. It's a schoolyard school game. Schoolyard. Schoolyard school Schoolyard school game. School game. All right, right so, so Ashley yeah. took dodgeball. I have a dodgeball. question, Ash. Do you ever find mm-hmm. an issue with, uh, I don't know, your hand size as a D1 goalie? but Small, uh, yeah. Yeah, so for me, dodgeball, the only thing I really hated was it was hard to whip that ball at anybody unless you were a boy who had a bigger hand. Oh, that's interesting. I, I used to throw it like a like a goalie distributing, like a throw ah, out to like the, yes. Why, like the overhand. Yeah. Sure. So like that really, I actually, <laughs> I was a camp counselor at the YMCA for one summer and got dodgeball um, banned at the camp because I was throwing oh, it too hard. <laughs> so no one else was allowed to play. I ruined it for everybody. What did it you like dislocate someone's hand? Just... How did you throw it too hard? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I accidentally hit people in the head. It wasn't on purpose. The kids were small, you know, like, Right. Yeah. It was an accident. How dare those kids be so small? They shouldn't be at camp. That's their parents' yeah, I know. Role. They shouldn't. They shouldn't <laughs> get in the way of me fault. trying to hit that one counselor I hated. You know what I mean? And mm. what was that counselor's name? Josh. Sean Jordan. Crazy. Jordan. <laughs> I didn't think he was that old. No, I, this I feel is like actually if I had why, though. For somebody, I, this is why I have the t-shirt. If you can't play dodgeball with the big dog, stay on the porch. And I think that should be standard at wow. every summer That's camp. A good one. I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Mine was, uh, mine was dodgeball, dodgeball, dodgeball rules. The rest is just, no, dodgeball is life. The rest is just details. That was my t-shirt. I found the joke. Yeah. It's at the bottom of the Dos Equis. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a Coors Light, Katie. Um, ah, sorry. It's a, famously, it's a Coors Light. This podcast the, brought to you by Coors Light. Second pick, I will uh, excuse be Excuse me. Are you the host? I'm sorry. With the second pick in the draft, Jay. Can I just, can I just jump in and say <laughs> Coors Light? Queer's Light is the first beer I ever shotgun, so it has a special place in my heart. Wow. Drink responsibly. Queer's Light, yeah. drink responsibly. Yeah. Shotgun, one, shotgun <laughs> one beer, shotgun one beer in the evening, and then just like And then took, yeah, took the rest of the night off, just waters, <laughs> yes. you know? Just stared at those beautiful blue mountains on the cold, cold bottles you would enjoy the next night. Because it's made to chill, you know? And there's no chill yeah. if you're just getting hammered. Jay, with the second pick in the Schoolyard Games draft, you're going to take what? I'm taking Foursquare. Stone Red Ball. Foursquares. Foursquares. And here's the thing. Some of us are not allowed to play dodgeball at school because it's too violent. So what do we get to play? We get to play Foursquare. And Foursquare is the closest you can get to throwing a red rubber ball at someone's head without Mm. getting kicked off the recess. Now, so, let me just say, I never played Foursquare. It was played hmm. at my elementary school, but I didn't play it. A, it was the popular kids game, weirdly enough, because Foursquare, mm-hmm. we only had two Foursquare courts, and mm-hmm. so you had to kind of, like, get over there first, and we never got there first, we being me, by my lonesome, I had no friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other reason, I don't know if I said A or number one, but B, uh, <laughs> the the two rules B. changed. The rules changed based on who was, it was king, I believe, yep. is what you call yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And based on who was king, the rule would change. And I, I didn't like it. I didn't understand the rules. Nobody ever taught them to me. So what were the actual rules of Foursquare? Oh, man. Uh, well, if you if the ball bounces in your square and you don't get it to another square, you, my friend, are out, is the mm, basic facts. premise of Foursquare. If you catch a ball on the hop or on the in the fly, then the person who threw it is out, similar to dodgeball. And then there's a okay. ton of sort of house rules that then would come with like double bounces or like you have to pass it in a certain order 
and those sorts of things. And that was the sort of thing that the Kings would decide. And one of my favorite things about that game was that it really taught you about life. Because ultimately, the person who's in charge is going to make the rules. And you're going to follow those rules. And you hate that person. And you just want them to so overthrow them. I'm so against you, the you monarchy, so I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. a revolting kind of person. I'm revolting is what but I'm saying. But that's the whole so point. I don't... It's, it's a game of dissidence because you're trying uh, to overthrow the king. It? Wow. And then once you're the king, you're like, hey, actually, this king stuff is kind of cool. And I'm kind of into it. Yeah. And maybe we should have a monarchy. Mm. You know what and I mean? And then the power Ian's corrupts absolutely. So vigorously. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And then you get corrupted. <laughs> and then you're on a podcast. And when you're not the king, you get really whiny about it. I to- It makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, that's what, what I was going to say. Am I? Am I getting whiny? Wait, was that? No, not you. No, no. It's strictly a Jay Jeb. That's a straight Jay dig. Jay's the Sean Jordan of this podcast. I should have mentioned that up top. That's my bad. Hey, what's up, man? I got a gig in Carson, California. If you can make it, just come on up. And then Omaha. I'll be in Omaha next July. So, Shout out Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's buck. It's dank. It's dank. Foursquare, that was going to be my first pick. That was my game of choice oh. in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I loved it. We had, like, teams, like, based on who you're in your homeroom with. So me and, like, a few of my friends, we called ourselves the Tomahawks, and we made paper wallets for ourselves. You know, what? that we would, like, have nice. a logo on and stuff like nice. that. Paper yeah. wallets? Oh, yeah. Paper Wait, wallets. How did you? how did you play Foursquare in a team? Like, you were just we gang would- up on other people? Yeah, we would gang up on other people. Sometimes people yeah, would like just, you would to- just grab the you would grab the court before anybody else could get on there. You had to have strength in numbers. And again, lonely, sad, hairy, short haircut Katie did not have any friends. So I always I always played where like you there was like a line waiting to get in to Foursquare. So like when someone got eliminated, everybody else advanced yeah. and then you could play in, which is part of what I loved about it. Because you could go to like a community pool where they had a four square mm. and like play well, in and so dominate cool. people who yeah. didn't like, I loved no. as like a, as a tomboy young girl, no one ever thought I was athletic. So going in and like crushing older dudes at four square was the best, the best. Yeah. Feeling. yeah. I, so I love it because people. Yeah. Well, well I, had, sorry, I, I'm having a little bit of lag. So I'm not always hearing when, like when my, uh, spots when to, jump in. to jump in is, but it will affect your final grade, but we, you can just raise your hand. hand. Just raise your hand. I will, I will monologue brilliantly in the meantime. I, <laughs> it was a, I, I loved it because so many other schoolyard games involve running. And back mm. then I was yes. roughly the same size I am now. I was just like a gigantic <laughs> tottering, like, uh, uh schoolboy. So like I could just stand there and be taller than everyone else and then just like really like wail on the ball. So it would like slam <laughs> down. So. It was like an athletic thing, like I could be good at. I loved it. I was like the George Mirasan of like Foursquare and Beaverton, Oregon. <laughs> God, it's beautiful. Oh, that's good. Yeah, right, you would really I'm like it. it. You would really. I bet like I would. It. I bet I would. I'm telling you, back then when the kids would play Foursquare, that was when I would go and hang out with the horse girls. Did I want to be uh, a horse girl? No, but the no, horse girls had does. no friends. And so I would be the equestrian judge of their weird horse girl competition just because they liked me or they pretended to because they needed a judge. What what would a horse girl competition be like on a schoolyard? Would they just be like, who has the loosest braid? Yeah, and we don't have enough time to really cover it all right now. Mostly the horse girls all wanted to be horses, and they couldn't find a a person that didn't want to be a horse but did want to hang out with them, and they found that in me. 
I was there for them. I was like, I see that you want to do your own thing and I, I don't want to do their thing because I don't want to be picked on. This was back when I was being, my nickname in elementary school was Carl Malone. Um, it was mm. completely unnecessarily rude and it was just because I had a mustache. And now as an adult, I look back, I'm like, that wasn't even your best. You could have hit me with so much more, but I was, so I, I was trying not to mingle with those kids. I didn't want to interact with them. I had an AIM screen name. I was going on AOL chat rooms. I was ASLing. I, I didn't, I was wise beyond my years. So I was like, look, I'll hang out with the horse girls and give them tens. Uh, and they would just, you know, prance over a certain, you know, like a, a road blocker or a, a traffic cone and the, the gymnasium, like the, the jungle gym outside that we were too old to use because we weren't little kids. We used, they used it like horses and I would mm. be like, good job. Nay. You know? So like, nice. <laughs> Nice. That was kind so of my my Foursquare experience. So they're out there doing like human dressage while you're sitting there hanging yes. out, but like thinking yes. about how you could bait some dude in Toledo into like having cyber sex with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, when I was in uh when I was in third or fourth grade, uh, I had an online boyfriend. Uh, he's still C Chavez sixty nine, and at the time, I'll tell you, didn't know what the sixty nine meant. And also didn't know that this was probably something super inappropriate that shouldn't have been happening. But I brought it to school one day, like in my brain. And when a guy was picking on me, I said, I have a boyfriend. And he said, no, you don't. What's his name? And I said, see Chavez 69. That kid <laughs> smartly and God bless him told the principal who called my mom and said, what are you doing on AOL? Uh, who is this person? Come to find out guy was probably a child molester. So, oh my goodness! Because when I was asked to ASL, I gave my A, my S, and my L. I didn't lie. Right. I didn't know that you could catfish. I hadn't watched any. I hadn't even met Neve yet, so I didn't know that was a thing you could do. <laughs> I was being honest That's on the fair. internet, That's like early. like a sweet little Carl Malone, a sweet little mustachioed child. The the best case scenario for the sixty nine is that it was the sex thing, because the other possibility is that he was like thirty four. <laughs> You know, that's his birthday. Yeah. It's probably what happened. And I bet if I could yeah. go out and go back and look at the conversations we were having, I'd be like, what? <laughs> but then I was probably like, what? I don't understand. What do you mean? What color socks am I wearing? So anyway, uh, that's a little bit of formative knowledge about me, Carl Malone. Uh, but as it is now my pick, the third pick in the draft, now that Foursquare and Dodgeball are off the board, I'm going to take butts up. And for anybody oh, not familiar, snap. butts up as as the Wikipedia page says, it's butts up, aka spread eagle, a ball, asses up, assies rehab and tea, suey, Bolivar shag nasty's revenge, balls deep, ballsies, bear trap, burn, blackjack, blue gooch, booties up, brandings, booju gay. That seems problematic. Buns up, burn ball, burn butt ball, buttock blocker, chance, Chinese suicides, also probably problematic, electric booty, error, fire in the bum, fumble, glempner, jetters, Kirby, murder ball, no fear. Again, this is from the Wikipedia. Off the wall, peanut butter, pee-peed, peg, red ace, red ass, red bum, red butt, red out, rosies, rump rounders, sky blue, slaughterhouse, spread, sting, stitch, suicide, or wall ball. Wow, Wallball's the only one I recognize. Wallball? That sounded like a transcript from your eventual court case about your uh, yeah, online boyfriend. Yeah, I was going to say, please don't bring <laughs> CJ into this. <laughs> Either uh, that or so. like the the menu at like a uh, at a legal weed dispensary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or the menu at a at oh a uh, uh, what's his face a diners, drive-ins, and dives yeah. uh, oh, yeah. establishment. 
Guy Fieri. Those are actually all the titles of every yes, episode no. of Dungeons Dragons. Also, also known as this, I love to play Donkey Sauce, aka Butts Up. Uh, so, for anyone who doesn't know, and this is, I'm vaguely, I barely remember what this game was. I just remember fucking loving it. Uh, it was a ball and a wall. So, hence Wall Ball being the only one of those names that makes any sense. Uh, you would throw the ball at the wall, and then it would bounce. And then you'd have to catch it. Uh, if you tried to catch it and you missed, you'd have to run and touch the wall. If somebody else grabbed the ball and the ball hit the wall before you touched the wall, you'd have to stand up against the wall. And then I would get to, or the person who caught it would get to whip the ball against your ass. Hence the name mm-hmm. Butts Up and all those other weird names. I believe other red, than that, Red Bum was Red Bum, Red Buttock, Red whatever. <laughs> but uh, it was a it was a pretty violent game. I'm pretty sure they don't tell you you can play anymore. It was. All I played at recess, other than equestrian. Also, if you caught it with it before it bounced, equestrian. right? Like you got like to you got to hit somebody. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, and there were also yeah. like if you did it if three times if you got butts up three times you were out. There were also yeah. uh, uh, Dan told me he played a version where like if you got if you got butts up three times, uh, everybody got to th- you had to stand against the wall and everyone got to whip a ball at your butt. That seems like too many w- balls. I don't think my school had that kind of a budget for that many balls, but I do remember it being pretty violent. Did you play with a tennis ball? Yeah, yeah, that game was yeah. fun. That that game did not make it to Beaverton, Oregon. That really? we, we had we had something called wall ball, but it, it was it was a much more civil game. Do you remember the rules? Yeah, uh, you had to like, so you, you would play it with like, so when we played Foursquare, we would play it with like a big blue ball that was like definitely bigger than a basketball. Uh, and when we played wall ball, it was with like a small rubber inflated ball, you know, that had that kind of, it was an outdoor ball that had like traction on it. Um, mm-hmm. and you would like bounce it and then you would have to hit it like that. You would have to kind of like strike it and then it, it would hit the ground and then the, wall and then bounce back so it would mm-hmm. have to hit the ground and then the wall and then bounce back and you'd play it kind of like that i guess a little bit like racquetball yeah, which also like explains why we would go sounds like yeah and i which explains why we would go sit in the sauna and complain about our gd wives afterwards <laughs> <laughs> she's always riding me <laughs> Um, that was our version of wall ball. We didn't have anything where stuff got like whipped at people or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, wow. oh, no, we did. There was it was you know you got to pay the price. You got to yeah. get up against that wall and let us attack. It was very uh, looking it's... back at it, it was like what you know. But it was democratic to me. It wasn't. There weren't only four of us. You could play as many people as you wanted to. Yeah, everyone could get in on butts up. And then you wanted the weak kid because you were like, I get to hit you in your butt. But it was also like it wasn't just if you tried to go for it and missed. Like if you slung it at the wall and it it hit somebody. Like if it deflected off of you in any way, you had to run and touch the wall yeah, before somebody yeah. else threw it against the wall. So like yeah. you could try to get it to like ricochet off people, but like you didn't want to throw it too high because then if somebody caught it in the air, you were out. I think, or you got you, you yeah, had it was, up there or was, something. A, the it was really very, fun. As you can tell by the names, there were uh, rules were very regional, and the way this game was played was very re- like it was very different. No matter like yeah. depending on where you were, uh, I grew up in a in a town where um, once after second grade when I moved, I moved across from my middle school, which was uh, not far from my elementary school. They were across a couple fields was my elementary school, but for a car, it was like pretty far away and it's weird to describe but like they were close to each other back off of the road 
and then uh, getting to them was harder. So when I went to elementary school, I would get, uh, I was on the bus or I'd get driven to school or I'd walk, but my middle school was literally across the street from my house. So the wall that I used for butts up became my best friend because I played butts up there in Mm. elementary school. And then in middle school, when I was starting to be a softball pitcher, I would go, my dad would be like, go practice. I have to do taxes. He's an accountant. And I would go walk across to the middle school and down to the elementary school and I would pitch against the wall. And so, like, I was essentially playing butts up with myself with nobody uh, with able no to butt. throw the – Yeah, with no butt, which, you know, the Katie Nolan story. But, uh, <laughs> Carl Malone, mustache, no butt. So it's just kind of how it went. Python, but anyway, so – Yeah, pi- yeah. absolute python. So with my Big first pick, pythons. I'm taking butts up, which means it's time for Ian Carmel. It's time for your first pick on the hot corner. My first and second pick as it is. As it that is. That is true. As it is. <laughs> Traffic so it so it be. So That's be. my bad. I let you down there. Some people think it don't be like that, but it do. Uh, all right. <laughs> Damn. Some okay. Uh, uh, okay. So like this, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not going to say the name of the game that it was like popularly called. I will. Like many people know it by a very derogative name. I don't even remember what we called it, but it is a game where one person has the ball and they run around and your job is to tackle that person and bring them to the ground. And then somebody else gets the ball and they run around and then everybody chases them and tackle them. It's not quite (laughs) rugby. Football, rugby, both would be much more eloquent and uh, elegant practices. This was just tackling someone. Mm. And it would get what every. What was the. I can't even think of what I vaguely remember. Cartoon. It is a it, 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 in many schools it had a homophobic name. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, okay. Although, oh, oh, it was catch the. It was. It, I don't. I don't even that. like catch that. I, catch it. It was a it was a smear. A certain kind mm. of person is what is uh, a lot of oh, people. Oh, yeah, I get it now. Okay, it rhymes with smear. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, okay. a point of pride. We didn't even call it that. Maybe part of that is growing up in a suburb of Portland, Oregon. But mm. uh, we what did, did you we, call it? I don't even remember what we called it. I think we would just, like the games would just start happening. He actually like, just called it something way more offensive. It was yeah, just called yeah. like, <laughs> word. We called we, it. We called it. We called it. Jew, we called it. Jews run the media. Somebody has to do something. <laughs> Somebody does. Wait, Ian, are you Jewish? A hundred percent, bar mitzvah, and everything. Thank you for asking. thank you. <laughs> um, I just remember loving it. Was I liked it again? I think partially for the same reason that I enjoyed uh, Foursquare, which was the fact that I was way bigger than every other kid. Yes, was actually like to my advantage. Like, because when you're like when you're bigger than people as an adult, you're like slightly bigger. They're all strong. When you're bigger than other kids. You're so much bigger than those other kids. So like, mm. I would be holding onto this ball, barely jogging around, and then like, like, like Tad and Tosh and like Brad would all just <laughs> oh. be like, hanging, like hanging off of me. You know what I mean? I would be like the horse from Animal Farm, just like <laughs> <laughs> stumbling until I ran out of energy and would eventually fall over and then have an allergic reaction to the fresh cut grass. Cause I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> Too much, uh, pollen. Too much <laughs> pollen. But I just, I just remember, I just remember loving playing it when I was like, when I was a kid, and it would always get broken up because like the recess monitors would always watch us like a hawk. But uh, 
I just remember I was like, oh, it's okay that I'm way bigger than everybody. That's actually an advantage. Uh, mm. something I wouldn't realize again until later when I played football and gave my knees to the Westview High School football program. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's my first pick. Did any of you play that game or was it too violent? No. The, we had a very concrete recess situation. Yeah. So us it was too. like yeah, us too. too hard. Like the tackling stuff. There was some wood chips where like you could do some mm. light tackling, but we didn't light have a lot of tackling. tackle again. A lot of tackling. We had, games. we had grass, but I was at an all girls school for most of my, uh, elementary and middle school. So we, you know, the only stuff you guys did more. was like bullying and, and bringing down each other's self esteem. Yeah. We assaulted each other yeah. verbally, you know, yeah, not exactly. Exactly. an important exactly. skill, also an important <laughs> skill to learn at that time. Yeah. So important skill to learn for sure. For sure. For sure. They, only just, a... they said they didn't play the game. They just said that offensive phrase over and over. It, it just meant to ruin that person's <laughs> reputation across the school. That's it was terrible. just psychological warfare. We, yeah. <laughs> our recess setup. So we had like a, we had like a, uh, a blacktop that was like covered. That's where the fourth square, the wall ball was all getting played. And then there was a bunch of like recess equipment. And then there was like a hill and up on top of that hill, you could sneak up there. And that's like where that game would break out. Uh, wow. and like people, awesome. we just, we would go whole recesses sometimes without getting caught. Now as an adult, I realized some of the recess monitors were probably like, let them do it. <laughs> it's all they've got trying to stop us you guys are like yeah. lord of the flies you just were running your own type of government you just didn't fall <laughs> right. under anybody else's jurisdiction <laughs> I get it alright Ian with your second pick as it is as it is with my second pick uh, I'm going to take Dungeons and Dragons yeah, yeah. let's go let's go okay alright well, I don't know I how guess. I don't know how physical it was, but I was definitely sweating, so I think it counts. <laughs> <laughs> that druid made you real nervous. <laughs> well, how old were you when you started? This was in middle school when we were playing Dungeons okay. & Dragons. We we started playing, uh, well, I don't want to say, there was a, a card game that involved similar fantasy elements, just in case someone else yeah, wants to take that. it. Let's I won't not say the talk name. about that yet. Guys, wait, it's what? Not, oh, okay. even... we're, not, it's not, we're not playing Magic the Gathering. It's not going. Well, oh, let's not oh. say what we're doing or not doing oh, yet, because okay. some of us might take that with our second pick. No, that's. I know right. exactly what you're... T- and I'm telling you, Jay, that if in a three-round draft you let him take Dungeons & Dragons and you take Magic the Gathering, you're out. You're just out. It's, <laughs> you got to stand against the wall and let me whip a ball at your ass. <laughs> God, how cathartic. Katie, that is the perfect metaphor for what happens every single week on this podcast. Yeah, I would really love it. It would help me out a lot if I puffed it. So Dungeons & Dragons during recess, are you gathering at a table? Where do you, where is this happening? We would sit at a lunch table and we would, uh, and we would, and we would play. So we would play normal Dungeons & Dragons campaigns, like half an hour, 20 minutes at a time. And then eventually, when we all got into Star Wars together, we adapted the rules for Dungeons and Dragons so it could be about Star Wars as if it needed to get any nerdier, and we invented our own Star Wars version of Dungeons and Dragons. Wow! Nice. Yeah. Now I respect listen. it. I respect it. I do feel like ESPN is going to cancel this podcast, but it's about time. Yeah. Wait, why? No. Because the, the, because all the jocks are like, oh. But for me, I'm like this. I feel this is. I was never into Dungeons and Dragons. Like, only explain the campaign of, function of the game. Yeah, now, just I, tell I, me a little I bit never, more. 
I never played it, but I know me now. I'm like, oh, I really would have loved it, but it just felt too. Uh, I was already too uncool. Like I couldn't. I don't think I could. I had to was, show that I was. I liked sports. It was so fun and escapist. I played a barbarian named Biff Strongarm, who was kind of a of Rob course. Gronkowski type for everybody. Right. And uh, yeah, it was just it was just so much fun, and like uh, it would get heated the way like sporting events would get heated, except there was no catharsis. There was only ever mm-hmm. just frustration. Which is an apt, you know, uh, metaphor for I think my teenage years in general. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, this is it's, it reminds me of, and, and I'll name them because again we're only going three rounds, but I doubt this would have come up. But Pogs, Pogs God was damn my it, Katie, stop announcing my picks to the fucking <laughs> guys. Pogs is not Pogs was like my. I literally was about to take Pogs. Yeah, but you no, don't you were still not, play Pogs. No, you I don't. absolutely was going Thank to you, take Ashley. Pogs. Thank you, Ashley. Oh, uh, I had a sick ass slammer. My slammer had a had a skull on it. Yo, we could have had a great conversation about our slammers, but now we can't because you just no. Re- or you could do it right now, Jay. Or right now is where you could jump in. God forbid. Yeah, I had raised your hand. hand. I did. I'm kind of, I had an, I had a OJ Simpson trial themed set of Pogs that I bought at the Oregon State Fair. Yeah. And I don't know where they are, but they definitely <laughs> existed. There was like a Chris Darden, like a Marsha Clark. There was a Judge Edo. A Marsha Clark. That's incredible. Yeah. That's actually <laughs> really incredible because the 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 I went to uh, one elementary school until second grade, and then I switched in third. Maybe it was the other way around until first, whatever. And I remember being dropped. My mom was obsessed. This is when court TV was still a thing. My mom was obsessed with the OJ trial and would watch it all day, every day. And I remember her picking me up one day because the either the verdict was coming down or it was the white Bronco day. I really don't remember. I just remember getting picked up from school so she wouldn't have to not watch it when she had to come get us. And I that's the same. It's the my first elementary school, which I also remember playing Pogs at. So the fact that you had an OJ Simpson-themed Set. I was really vibing with all of my timeline. I I remember when the OJ verdict came down. I think I was in fifth grade. I was either in fourth or fifth grade. But I also remember having an opinion about it for some reason and being like, ex- <laughs> huh. and being like, glad he got off. I'm like, great, good, you know. <laughs> Yeah. This this racist criminal justice system, you know, they were trying to pin another guy against the wall. What the hell was I thinking? Yeah. Why did I have an opinion at all your about pods. it? Because you were fired up about your pods. Yeah. I think I was. <laughs> Wait, Ian, are you, are you in 85? Were you 1985? 80, 84. October 9th, 1984. Okay, okay yeah, yeah. so he's you're essentially my age. We're essentially yes. the same. Finally, gosh, they're both younger than me. It's annoying. Oh, my babies. God, so annoying. But we're yeah, so they're like, I was in yeah, kindergarten when I, this I came out. Say, I'm like, I had, great, I was in college, pogs. so... I didn't have that. Oh my oh, god! Shit. <laughs> How did this not come up during a decom podcast? That I you think had it was probably uh, probably for all of the, everything that would happen after it is probably yeah, why I withheld. You were you were saving them for when I <laughs> when you were going to take them in this draft because our decom pod was already four hours long <laughs> just talking about very one true. movie. Very, so very true. Is Brink that Disney movie about rollerblading? Is that right? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most disrespectful way I've ever heard it described. But yes. I'm, so- I'm sorry. <laughs> I would. I was hoping that, like, because you were a little bit younger, you just had like pogs that represented a no. different big trial from that era. <laughs> like, you- <laughs> well, like, there uh, was a big trial. I, I also had Bush versus Gore pods pogs. Yeah. but I don't bring this those was, up. <laughs> this was X Blades versus Team Pup and Suds, and it was a tough. It was a tough matchup, you know, just like OJ and the criminal justice system. I was if hoping it, fits, it was like the- you must skate the <laughs> shit out of it. You know, I get it. 
I was hoping it was like the state of Pennsylvania versus like Benson, like polymers. <laughs> yeah. Or something yeah, he like had that. Brown versus the Board of Education. I couldn't win the Brown versus Board of Education. Those, yeah. those are really valuable. Yeah. No J left behind. Uh, okay, so in the we're here in the second round. It is time for my pick. And I'm going to pick Murder. Mm. Ooh, I had that on my like. Does this really count list? But does yeah, anybody remember go. murder? Murder was like... a game that you OJ would play remembers. in the- <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, and actually not. You know, he got away with it. But if he did it, if OJ played murder, uh, I read the book, and if he did it, here's how it was played. Uh, it was a classroom game. It was one of those games that a sub would often play with your class uh, or a teacher that just had had a rough day. But you would all walk past each other. One person was selected to be the murderer. Nobody knew who it was except the murderer and the teacher who assigned it. You would all walk around, and anytime you passed anybody, you had to shake their hand. And the murderer would shake your hand and do the little, like, scratchy on the inside of your palm. And then after you were scratched, you had to keep walking, act as if nothing happened, which some kids were very bad at. And you'd have to wait 10 seconds. And after 10 seconds, you would have to collapse and fall dead. And the goal would be to figure out who the murderer was. I loved this game so much. And when I think about it, I'm like, what? You could have made it anything. You could have called it pandemic and made the person be patient zero. But instead, we called it murder. And the person was a murderer. So for like a really long time in my life, because it's your formative years, I remember thinking that like this was a way you could like, it had to come from somewhere. I'm like this scratching the inside of someone's palm must have been how somebody killed a bunch of people. It was a wild time. Uh, so anyway, murder is my pick. Wow. That's a great pick. Murder was the you case that you gave this? us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank yeah. you, Ian. I we um, did we did play murder. We did play a game like that. I didn't. I couldn't remember it until you were describing it. But now I do remember playing that. It was really fun. I loved it so much. It was like a. It was like Clue, but for kids, and you didn't have to name the room. You just had to be like, it was. It was Josh. Josh did it. That and I feel like Josh, thing you is... know, it was formative for Josh because he was he went on to be a, a rapist. So, <laughs> oh, God. You know. oh my god! <laughs> Allegedly, you also don't know his last name. It's just Josh, and Josh was jo- a weirdo. Josh sixty nine, I believe, is actually his full name. Uh, okay. <laughs> Josh, Josh didn't really understand consent. Josh was also very bad at red light, green light. You know, these things add up. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, she's just <laughs> announcing. Wait, I was definitely not going to take that one, but we're gonna. Yeah, I knew nobody was going to pick red light, green light. It was the dumbest game with the simplest rules. Stop when I turn around and go when I turn away. It's that's it's great, worth it so. for the perfect joke. It was worth it for yeah, the perfect thank joke. You, Ian. You understand. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, so murder, not the best game, but I liked it a lot, so I picked it. The little finger thing is one of the creepier things. If you just did that to someone without, you know, outside of the context <laughs> of that game, it's such a creepy little thing to do to someone. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. So like, the next time either that that adults being like, it's weird when people do that, and I'm like, is does that come from murder or did murder come from that? Which came first? Who's the chicken? Who's the egg in this situation? <laughs> I was just gonna say the next time we shake someone's hand, we should all do that. But like, I don't think we're ever shaking hands again. I think that's well, just off that's the table true. now. That's true. And if anyone did that to me, I would wait 10 seconds and drop dead. That was the other really good thing about that game was that it gave you, if you had a flair for the dramatic, you could die however you wanted to. There were some kids that just would be like, I'm out. And I'd be like, <gasps> and then I would collapse to the ground. And it was really mm. beautiful. 
Yeah, yeah. You'll be, oh, Lord, someone has dosed me with a, a, a particularly heavy load of arsenic. I, I, I fear the angel's trumpet blows for me. And then follow her. Yeah. My, my, my breath is, my breath is short and I feel, I feel so, I feel so warm. Does anybody else feel warm? My goal was, with murder, my goal was to make my performance so convincing the teacher would stop the game because she thought something was wrong with me. And then I'd be like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just a victim of the murderer. Who was it? So anyway, murder is my pick. Great. Murder is the case that I've chosen. Jay, it is your pick. What are you taking? Yeah. Let me just name everything I have on my list so you can't say it. Duck, duck, duck. No, I'm sorry. Go, 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 go. <laughs> no, you've gone through some good ones, and may they rest in the most peace. But I think mm-hmm. with this pick, I will be taking freeze tag. Ooh, uh, the best of the tags. The best of the tags, except for flashlight. Flashlight does trump freeze. Um, so that was... Keep going. Sorry, go ahead. Well, so... The problem with Flashlight is that it's famously not a recess game. It is a mm. game you play. That's why we're school. We called it Ghost in the Graveyard. My aunt, my aunt, so did so did Dan. He was like Graveyard, and I was like, I don't really talk about. I, but uh, I wasn't yeah, sure if we aunt, could pick it. My aunt went to night school, you. and she she sure did enjoy herself. Some. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She, mm. that, okay, go ahead. Nobody that goes to night school has recess. It was just a dumb I, joke. I got I'm so it. Tired. I got no. I was. Anyway, freeze old, tag you was know? great because when I you got tagged, it. you didn't have to run anymore, and that was really wonderful. Um, mm, that's a that huge. That's a huge plus for freeze tag. Uh, freeze tag, famously, if you've never played, um, you're it's classic tag. But if you get tagged, you are frozen, and then mm. uh, until someone else gets tagged, you are stuck. Uh, that's, right. Those are, those are the basic rules of freeze tag. Basically, it was interval training, but just at a young age, and I think that was that's really important <laughs> for us. Um, that's a really big. You know, people are spending a lot of money on those classes these days, and I think at that right. age it was really great just to get that in. We were the it was the original you know. uh, it was the original what's it called? You know that gym that everybody CrossFit the original yeah, CrossFit. It was, the, it was yeah, it was CrossFit before it was cool. <laughs> and um, so freeze tag was pretty great. I do think flashlight was a better tag. Um, honestly, flashlight was a little scary for me. Um, it was dark outside, and you you know sure. You're hiding behind a tree and you see lights and you're like, ooh, is this uh, my friend, Robbie, with or his flashlight? Cop. Or is this, like, Conrad 69 coming yeah, up C. to Chavez. get It was C. Chavez. It was C. <laughs> Chavez 69. C. Chavez. He'd be a terrible cop. I'm not remembering a thing I said but so moments did ago. You, Jay, did you guys like just go around? Conrad. Did you just go yeah. around shining the light or did you do the whole, like... Ian, you may have played the same way I did, but you're like, who's in the graveyard? Wow. Did you guys play that? Is that a ghost? And then you'd be like, ghost in the graveyard! And then you'd run back. You guys didn't play that way? No. That way was no, but- way better. No, we just yeah, took the name, gra- we take the name graveyard, but like took all the art out of it, like a, like uh-huh. somebody franchising a dinner theater company. You know what I mean? There was nothing. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nice. The flashlight tag always reminded me of like Discovery Channel documentary footage of hyenas eating. You know what I mean? You know when they would like flash... <laughs> Like lights on hyenas, and you just see their eyes, and they would look up like, "Oh, sh- what, what, what?" And then they, they were like, oh. "Did you guys ever play? Uh, did you ever play the variation of freeze tag called TV tag?" Ooh, I don't think so. Tell me, tell me what it was. Just to refresh your memory, it, it was very complicated. Uh, you, it was freeze tag, but in order to get unfrozen 
or I think when the person would come to unfreeze you, they'd have to name a TV show. And then that TV show couldn't be named again for the rest of the game. It's crazy because people listening to this who are younger than us are like, this game doesn't seem difficult. Back then, uh, A, there were only so many TV shows, and B, there were a lot we, like, weren't allowed to watch and stuff. Like, there was only television. There was no, like, that's available on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It's not like podcasts where there are only two. It was TV right, where right, there was right. like so exactly. many more. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Those two again being sports and all fantasy everything. <laughs> Those are the so two much. podcasts. The two right. podcasts. If you're not listening to that, you're listening to this. They, yeah, when we were kids, it was like if they went through like Doug, Rugrats, and The Simpsons, you yeah, know, you and like, then like, what's another then, TV yeah. show? Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> if you were like one of the weird kids who were like, I stay up and Family watch Matlock. Yeah. Someone <laughs> always said Matlock. None of us ever watched Matlock, but somebody always said Matlock. Because it was a joke mm. on The Simpsons, I think. Because yeah, Ace Simpson probably. loved Matlock. So and like, like Murder, She show. Wrote. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, Freeze Tag was good. Yeah, and there were different unfreezing rules for Freeze Tag, too. Now that that jogged my memory about, like, getting unfrozen. Sometimes there were teams and, like, your teammate could unfreeze you. I remember that. Yeah, sometimes you, know? you had to kiss each other. We all had different variations. Totally yeah, there was what? that one where you had to, like, date for six months and then just sort right. of start building toward you. were like, should we get a place together? And then the other right. person what? gets nervous about it. And they're like, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. This is all moving so fast. And you're like, is it? We're six months in. And then that's yeah. how you unfroze. Yeah. yeah, I always, I always won that one. That's how you unfroze. Wow, that's really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the opposite of yeah. They, that was called cold feet. It was. Cold uh, feet, yeah. it, was, it was a good. I remember that. That was that for me. That was called thirty one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Oli Oli Oxen Free. Uh, all right. Oh, so Jay took freeze tag. Ashley, you've got your your second pick and your third pick back to back as it is. So go ahead. I honestly, I didn't think um, a lot of these picks were going to go in the direction that they did. Mm. So there's a, there's a lot on the table that I really feel strongly about and having sure. to narrow it down to two is wow, incredibly so challenging. Is the task at hand. It is literally the task it at is. hand. It is. It's the task. Right. I don't know if you know that I'm stalling. I am yeah, stalling I while yeah. I try to pick it. Um, I am going to go with. Capture the flag. Yeah. Okay, good one. Good one. Strong. Um, also oh, yeah. love the the combination of athleticism and strategy. Can um, you remind me what um what while the flag? I remember capture the flag as a concept. I remember mm-hmm. loving it. What game were we playing while trying to capture? Was it tag? So it's like the the field or whatever. There was like sides. So right. there was you each had a flag that you hid, and the goal was to capture the other person's the other team's flag and bring it back to your side. Sure, but how could you get out? If you got tagged on the other person's So it was turf. tag. Because I've yes. ever since like I've played Capture the Flag on Call of Duty. I've played Capture the Flag with Paintball. But now that it like I've had these other versions, I can't remember what the gym class version was. Like how you got out. Yeah, I think tagged? you got I think you got tagged, and there, again, it was different versions based on like different rules. But mm. like, you got tagged, and then went to like a like a holding area mm. where I think right. you could go like liberate people. The penalty oh. box. Yeah, the, like people called it jail or a penalty box or whatever. And I think there was like like Call if you really. you came and like tagged your buddies out of the jail, they could all you had to run back to your side first, and then mm. you could. So you had to like figure out the strategy of who was guarding the flag, who was guarding the jail, who was looking for the other team's flag. Um, and it was really, it was just very fun. Mm-hmm. Highly yeah. recommend. 
I love Captain Planet. It was a lot, concept. though. Yeah. Yeah. It, and lot. I remember the boys. I remember Nettie Murphy taking it way too seriously. Mm, uh, that pretty was intense. <laughs> I also remember um, the, I had it starred as one I was going to think about taking, but A, I couldn't remember the rules, and B, it was why I have the gigantic scar on my knee because when I went paintballing with my friends uh, I think after t- college, told this on the- I. Pod. Probably, but I'll tell it quickly for Ian because what a great story. Uh, I went with a bunch of my Ian. friends to go to go paintballing and had been told I'm a fear based. I'm very fear based, and so when people were like paintballs hurt, I wore like eight layers of clothes, just like I don't want to feel it. I don't want it to hurt. Everybody else thinks about the like I get to shoot my friends, and I'm like I'm going to get hit, and so um all of my friends were. Uh, going crazy, yada, yada. And everybody on my team got eliminated. And I had basically just hidden behind one thing the entire game. Until finally they were on the sideline yelling, you're the only one left. You have to push forward. And so uh, I'm running forward to try to get behind the next barrier without getting hit. And as luck would have it, story of my life, instead of actually getting hit by a paintball and getting hurt, I was crouching so low out of fear that I slammed my kneecap into an exposed rock that was sticking out of the ground, (laughs) split it open all the way down to the bone, and uh, was collapsed over in pain and took my mask off because that's what you do when you're like, oh my god, ow, and then got screamed at by the people who ran the paintball place. Uh, cause they didn't know yet that they were going to be held liable for what they just did to my kneecap. And mm. then, uh, a bunch of boys came over to look at my knee to see if it was bad. And one of them almost threw up cause he was like, Whoa! I can see your kneecap. And I was like, Oh my God, somebody shoot me with a paintball gun. So that's why I didn't pick capture the flag. Um, good story. Uh, <laughs> I never captured that flag or the boy I was clearly trying to impress and date, uh, on the capture the flag. I had three pairs of pants on and the rock ripped all the way through down to my oh, kneecap. So that's insane. Pretty brutal. And now I have a butterfly shaped scar on my knee forever. And you did capture, if not the flag, a perfect moment of body horror. So I sure did. Isn't sure that worth did. even more? And I captured, uh, I didn't have health insurance, so I captured a big old bill as well. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I made the, uh, I made the paintball place pay for that because they lost my waiver. And you know, it is what it is. Healthcare system. So, all right. So filing. Ashley took Co- capture. Constantly saying filing. Capture the flag. <laughs> yeah. You know, a single, single payer or whatever. Um, Ashley. Yes. Capture the flag. What are we taking with your next pick? The third and with final my, pick. My, with my final pick, mm-hmm. I'm going to take knockout. Mm. Basketball, basketball-based game. You guys don't know oh! what knockout is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you stand knockout. in a line, and there are two basketballs, and you shoot essentially a free throw, and you keep shooting until you make it. So, like the first person goes, and then if the person behind you makes a basket before you make a basket, you're out. But yeah. if you're holding your ball and like the rebound is floating around, you can take your ball smash mm. their ball as far away as possible and keep shooting. Right. So the first right. shot's a free throw. The second one can be like a, a bank shot or like a layup or like whatever you want. But like if you miss, you got to go chase your ball and, you know, frantically try to make it and then you get back at the end of the line. So I also not, not a big fan of running, uh, similar to our good friend Ian. 
and wasn't like terribly good at basketball beyond just like free throws and you know mm. those little bank shots so like you can play angles you can miss on purpose so you can smash somebody's ball it's a whole lot of fun i really but if you I don't really if you don't perform it. well under pressure it's a lot like around the world in the classroom which is like yeah. if the pressure gets to your head and you just absolutely freak out it's just I'm, yes. maybe somebody hypothetically not me specifically as yeah. i was calm alone but i mm-hmm. yeah no i get it <laughs> yeah i think i think what we know is that some of us here on this podcast are fear-based and some of us are like pressure let me be the hero and be the yes star based yeah. and that was kind of my jam huh. mm-hmm. i really liked the pressure i thrived under the pressure All right. and again I can see you can in your eyes right now it's actually creeping me out <laughs> you can play with people like anybody can play like all ages of people can play so like going up I against can dunk people on anybody i can dunk on a two-year-old but that's the thing because you're not you don't have to worry about handles my handles were trash of but i could shoot a free throw you know what right. I mean? Like I wasn't fast, but I knew about angles and I knew if I knocked this ball that direction, that person mm. was going to be screwed as totally. opposed to like, you know what I mean? So yeah, right. it was a uh, knockout is my last pick. Okay. Nice. Ian, do you have thoughts on knockout? I, I, I loved playing it again for similar reasons, not having to run. Low-key bullying people. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was the game where you, uh, where you, one of your friends holds you up against the wall in middle school in the bathroom and and chokes you until you start to see stars and then you pass mm. out. I thought that's that called cool. autoerotic asphyxiation. It's a no, it was called it's the knockout. It was game. called the knockout game <laughs> at Walsh Middle School in Framingham, Massachusetts. It was called the knockout game. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, I was on the news talking about it because, again, I lived across from the middle school. And so when they needed a source, they came to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was in my purple eyeshadow wearing phase because, again, I looked like a boy. I had a boy haircut and I needed to let people know I was a girl. So I would smear that L'Oreal purple eyeshadow on every day. And so I'm on the news with a choker and purple eyeshadow talking about the knockout game, a game I wasn't allowed to play because I wasn't popular. But it is a thing that the popular girls did in the bathroom. They just choked And as I other? found out, it also happened in Aurora, Colorado, because uh, Dan also was like, yeah, I remember that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You would choke each other until you passed out, and then you'd be like, oh, my God, I got high. Oh, so it was like whippets or something, basically, right? Yeah. Like, it was yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. It was Light-headed just you were starving your brain of oxygen until you felt this, like, euphoric, and then you'd pass out. Mm. Actually, it's something you should familiar yourself, familiarize yourself with, because Austin may be really into it, you know? That's a. That's wow. probably something we hey. didn't need to say. Myrtle's, Myrtle loves it. Myrtle loved the knockout game. Myrtle's she really up. worked up about it. Yeah, her. maybe you need to familiarize yourself with it because I do. Dogs, I'm very you're a dog mom now. Again, so. I was a source. I was a source in the news, so <laughs> nobody's more familiar than me. Man, I need like the ten Tom more Brokaw picks. of the of the of the knockout game. I need ten more picks, Jacob. Well, you only get one, so it's no, I don't turn. get any more. We did. Oh, three. that's it. Oh, yeah. that's right. Wait, can I, I do a bonus one? Pretend no, nobody knows. you can't. Well, Lane, let me recap all the ones we didn't pick. That's how a lot of stuff right. left on the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay, right. final game. Final pick. Uh, all right. With my final pick in the Playground Games Hi. draft, I will be taking 500. Uh, oh, for those who are ah, on the 500, uh, one person has the ball. Typically a football can be a different kind of ball. They stand back and they call out numbers, points, what have you. Uh, and then they throw it up in the air to a crowd of people. Whoever catches the ball gets that amount of points. The person who gets to 500 first is the winner. In usual, like, recess situations, I was absolute garbage at this game. I was, like, <laughs> two foot five, maybe 45 pounds, like, just getting elbowed, 
bullied, couldn't get up. I had no upper, no vertical at all. Terrible. At Hebrew school, I was incredible. <laughs> I destroyed this game. I, w- I don't know what changed. Well, well, I do, but we do. <laughs> yes, you do. At Hebrew school, I win. I won five hundred every time, and man, did that feel great! At your Hebrew school, so at like my grade school that I went to, we called it five hundred. At my Hebrew school, they were like three hundred tops. That's what they called it. <laughs> yeah, they were a little too cheap for five. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. Uh, that's great. I don't know. I don't remember how many we got, but I do remember winning, and I remember there was another kid named Jay. And I just had so many. First of all, it was the first other Jay I'd ever met in my life. And I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? And second of all, like, just I am throwing my little bony elbows in his face, trying to catch this Nerf ball. And gosh, it was good. Whoa. The other thing that was great about my Hebrew school, just while we're on the topic, was once you came back in from 500-ish, uh, you got to eat popcorn. Because it was like the only kosher snack that they could serve us. Oh. And they were like, yeah, get some popcorn. So we would play 500, we'd eat popcorn. Man. Well, what a good time. That's a beautiful Those thing. I had, I had matzah right before this podcast. Nice. You know, you get the box for Passover and then you're like, well, we used two pieces and now there's 15 more pieces. So I've been like, <laughs> look, I, non-Jewish household, uh, but grew up in a, it, like we used to get Jewish holidays off. I don't know, Framingham. I grew up thinking that was totally normal. And I know people now are like, I've never met a Jew. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I went to so many bar mitzvahs growing up. Uh, bar and bot, you know, but, uh, I, uh, I used to eat, of, yeah, we had twins that would, <laughs> yeah, uh, that, yeah, so that, their, that was, uh, Shahar and her sister, whose name I forget. Um, I loved matzah. Matzah with butter. Does that make it not kosher? Cause matzah no, with butter is the best like thing I've ever, it's so good. What yeah. a snack. What a it's snack. Great. It's just... great in a ball soup too. It, it mm. is. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't. All right, ball soup is a is quite a. Well, I think you need the soup. matzo ball together. No, I get not to make get that. it, but it, ball soup is like not a thing. But then I get where you're. I get it. Not a not a winning it. word combination. Yeah. No, it's like a it's like nut nut butter. I'm not really into nut butters and ball soups. They're not really neither of those are for me. Wow. Uh, all right, is it my, my turn? My turn. It is. All right, my final pick. This is tough. This is tough because I'm torn between picking the games that I genuinely loved and loved to play and the games that were just good games now as an adult I recognize are good games. Uh, well, that is I'm the task to- at hand. It is, Ashley. Go fuck yourself. Can I pick that game with my last pick? I picked go fuck yourself. Um, so that was pretty like similar to the choking one, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take, with my last pick, I'm going to pick, and it's a lame game, but boy, did little Katie Nolan love it. I'm going to pick uh, Heads Up, 7-Up. I love that one. This is such a good one. Such a good pick. I'm myself with the rules. I'm like, why did you love that game so much? It was such a dumb game, but boy, it's, did I love it. You so put your head down. Like, you put your thumbs up. Uh, we, I think we did it like one person walks. No, that wouldn't make any sense. I guess seven no, there's people a couple. walk around and put your thumbs down. Seven people's thumbs down. And then when you get your heads up, you have to decide who put your thumb down. Dumb game. Mm. But it's like, it's murder, but with like more strategy. Cause you have to yeah, guess. I remember who being one you. of the, or like one of the seven people and you would try to put your thumb down in a, in a nerdy way so that they would pick the nerdy guy. Like it was, uh, it, it didn't make any sense. And it was based a lot on, uh, prejudice, I believe. But, um, yeah. 
Right. You'd like, you'd like try to lay their thumb down and like whisper like, I know about Keynesian economics, even though we're not well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It was a lot of that. I used to love it. I used to love it too for some reason. Like when the teacher would just be like, now as an adult, you're like, oh, they're going through a divorce, but they'd just be like, yes, up seven up all day. (laughs) Exactly. Or you'd be like, oh, it's the end of a long day and they're stressed out. And they'll be just like, all right, everybody heads down, heads up seven, like heads up seven up. And it was like, oh, hell yeah. It was weirdly the only game you ever really got punished with. Because I think they knew like, it's not that great of a game. The kids aren't going to get riled up. But when you like, we're being too loud and they would turn the light. Remember when they would turn your lights They'd off? They'd turn the lights off. To like yeah, yeah. get you to be yeah. quiet. So that if you cheated, you off. still couldn't see. Yeah. No, but I just mean in general, remember when you were getting too loud yeah. as a class and they would like turn the lights off and be like, everybody quiet down. This yeah. would be the game. They'd be like, all right, two rounds of heads up, seven up to get you all calmed down. And then we'll go back to learning. And it was like, mm, we're going to get we should do that in meetings. I feel like we need to bring I back agree. turning the lights off. Just being like, the lights are off. Remember this? Remember this, too? When they would, like, do this and everybody would have to hold up their hands? Hold up two fingers. Really stupid. Ash, you never did that? You never? You're not for peace You're making a disgusted face at peace. Yeah. No. It's a peace sign. It's those fighter pilot eyes. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, with my last pick, I'm picking heads up, seven up. I feel okay with it. Boy, did I leave some stuff on the board. Ian, you have the last pick of the draft. I am, I am, uh, I'm torn here. I've, I've got my, I've got my tackle the dude with the ball game. I've got Dungeons and Dragons. So I think, I think I'm going to swing back to the more violent side of things and I'm going to take monkey bar chicken. Whoa! I forgot about that game. I don't remember this game. We would ha- you would hang from the monkey bars, and then somebody else would hang from the monkey bars, like a few people over, and then you just wail on each other with your feet <laughs> until one of you fell off. I forgot about that game. Yeah, yeah. that's Man. probably the that most so violent fun. game. Po- other than like, I thought Red Rover was bad. That's pretty yeah. bad. Red Rover is a great which one. I almost took. I almost took, but yeah. to be honest, we didn't play Red Rover that often. Monkey bar chicken happened all the time, constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And there were like strategies every now and then you would like end up wrapping your legs like around someone's waist. Oh, yeah. Like you were like, yeah, 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 like you were in like, yep. uh, oh God, I can't remember the name of that movie. The Raid 2, you know what I mean? Where you'd be like fully like <laughs> wrapped around someone. And you're like, I'm trying to twerk my hips in such a way that you fall off, but you like couldn't, like you're trying to like twist off a bottle you need a bottle opener for. But like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I loved it. I grew out of it fairly quickly because again, I was so tall that like, I was one of those kids where I would just be in the monkey bars with my feet on the ground. Stand on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that wasn't fair. Yeah. And then that um, anymore. But during that window, I, I really enjoyed it because it was another thing that rewarded me for being a bigger kid than everybody else. Mm-hmm. I liked like swinging to get the momentum that you could get your feet up to their hands and like kicking the crap out of their yeah. fingers so yeah. they have to drop. That was fun. Jesus. I liked that. These are so violent. Yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me, pogs. when we were, when we were trying to, when I was trying to like populate my list, which we'll go through in a second, uh, when I was trying to populate my list, I asked Dan, I'm like, well, what are some games you played on the playground or like when you were kids? He's like, oh, did you ever play a fake, fake jump a kid? And I'm like, what? He's like, you know, you'd be in the neighborhood. And uh, there'd be like 10 of you and nine of you would pretend to be wailing on one of the kids and then a car would drive by and you'd all scatter. I'm like, no, I don't. And, uh, 
And he never played fake jump. How did none of you get arrested? That's not a game. That's a very weird. That's like cop chicken. He's so like, well, that that doesn't compare to when we played real jump a kid. Yeah. I was like, uh, I just looked at him and was like, what about pogs? Did you, did you play pogs? I don't, what is happening? Uh, all right. To recap this draft, a wonderful, very successful draft. Ashley, you took dodgeball. Uh, capture the flag, knockout. That's it. There was only three rounds. Uh, (laughs) You went second. You took four square, freeze tag, and 500. A more solid job than I thought you would do, to be quite honest. And partially it's because I took most of your shitty picks off the board. That's true. No, Katie, I went next. I took butts up, murder, and heads up seven up. I'm very big on up and also down with murder. Uh, Ian, you were on the hot corner. You picked last. You took smear the what now? Uh, I I prefer not to call it that. I prefer not to call it that. Dungeons and Dragons and monkey bar chicken. You just took a a plethora of words that could be deemed offensive, but games that could be deemed fun. It's an esoteric blend. Pitchfork loves it. We're getting a lot of indie heat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff left on the board. Number one, hopscotch. Nobody took oh. hopscotch. A game I don't think most people played. Kickball. Kickball Kick, stayed ball. there on the board. Kickball on the board. Oh, kickball was fun. Once you pick dodgeball, you feel like you can't pick kickball. It just felt too close to baseball, and uh, it was too much. Uh, I also had hide and seek. Mm. Not taken. Uh, Red Rover. Simon says. Duck, yep. duck, goose. Monkey in the middle. Double dutch. Red light. Garbage, green light, tug of war, mother may I, parachute. That was the one I was really torn on on the last pick. Oh, you know, that's the one where you just lifted it and then put it When you were younger, you. the teacher would take out that yeah. big multicolored parachute and you could either lift it behind mm-hmm. you, you could play popcorn, a kid would sit in the middle and they would do the thing. You could spin the kid in the middle. I loved when the parachute came out in class. It was yeah. my favorite. But again, once you were past second grade, it's kind of like not a thing happening anymore. So I didn't take it. Uh, freeze dance. What's freeze dance? Like musical chairs, but they would play a song, and when it would stop, you would stop. I never You had to dance, and then when it would stop, you would, you know, it was for those of us who were uh, blessed with the gift of dance. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm more of a, yeah, I'm more of a, there was j- no dancing. Yeah. Ah, oh, you grew up in flash right? dance. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I was more a jazz Except that one time so you we went into really... that, yeah, you went into that abandoned factory warehouse, and you just let it go. <laughs> In your jeans. Yeah, I don't talk about that. <laughs> I get it. It's, it's yeah, I had a bad well. experience. We played sure. Martha Graham, where we just danced in the style of Martha <laughs> Graham for like the entire recess. <laughs> we were more of an Alvin Ailey uh, yeah. school, but I understand. I understand. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get different it. coasts. Different coasts. Different yeah. coasts. Yeah. <laughs> Any others we left on the board? Now that I've listed all of them. God, Ian, what was uh, on your list? I got a lot of this. Well, a lot of the stuff I had got picked. I had. Uh, I mean. We, yeah, I mean, I didn't. I had Oregon Trail, which is another thing. Nice. So, like, after grade school, I became the kind of person who spent a lot of time indoors during recess. Mm-hmm. So we played computers this, happened. Computers happened. So we were playing this game called Bolo in middle school, which was like a tank. Like it was you drive a tank and you would build bridges and like forts and stuff like that. And like they were all on these like land networks, so you would play mm-hmm. like these games inside the computer lab and stuff like that. Um and then if we went outside, it was just like a lot of just like straight up basketball and like other stuff we couldn't pick. So as far as like the 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 fun like atypical schoolyard games, we nailed it. Mm-hmm. Jay, what else did you have? I had I had Magic the Gathering. I had yeah. Pogs. Uh, but I also had hyphened. I also had the Scholastic Book Fair, 
Uh, I feel Yay! like that is a very book strong unmentioned recess pick. You go, you get you some books. You got like a credit account. That was like when we learned about credit cards. They were like, hey, you can put it on your account. Your mom already gave her credit card. I'm like, great. I'm going to get this book. I'm going to get that book. This has pictures. I want that one. It's classic book fair. Yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get and eat this eraser. I'm in. Yeah. A lot of Berenstein (laughs) bears. Yeah. Yeah. Back when the only club you cared about was the babysitter club. Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Yeah, uh, I wanted to visit. Did I wanted I to visit Sweet you Valley High. Spud? Yeah, I have a lot more yeah. like actual games, like yeah. Outside Spud games. was like a, Spud was one on kid there. had the ball. There was like a circle. All the kids would circle around you. Each kid got a number, and then you'd throw the ball up and call out a number, and that person had to run back and catch it. And when they caught it, they yelled Spud, and everybody had to freeze. Then you try to throw the ball at somebody, and if you hit them, you got an S or you got a P or a U. It's wow. like horse. Yeah, yeah, you could take like three games. steps or something, so you do those like big leaps to try yeah. and get closer to them yeah. before you peg them with really a ball. Fun. I almost picked Spud that was one, fun. We didn't play it that much. We I had also muscle. had sardines, we had which muscle, is like which the height like shorter version of sardines. Spud. Sorry, <laughs> that was really funny. Sardines was like Oppo hide and seek. Yeah, it was hide and seek, but you, once you found the person, you stayed with them, and yeah. so you didn't want to be the last person to find the hiding spot. Yeah. And like I had Blind Man's Never Bluff, mind. which was like. Marco Polo, but tag like outside of the water, like you had yeah. somebody was blindfolded. Yeah. What else did I have? Um, around the world, which you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, wiffle ball. Oh, wiffle ball was great. Did which, anyone play? Yeah, really did what, anyone Ian? play? Did anyone play Pride and Seek, which is where you stood there and said, "I'm not hiding for anyone," and then somebody <laughs> find you. No, that's what that's what uh, that's what a lot of people are doing right now in terms of uh, social distancing. They're like, "I have my rights to go to the park. I'm not hiding for anyone." You, we played uh, when I got to college. Weirdly, this was not in like grade, middle, or high school. When we got to college, we all started playing stickball. I got a stickball bat huh. and I bought a bunch of those Penzi's pinky balls, and we would like hang out outside of the dorms and play stickball, like a bunch of, like, Bronx teenagers from the 30s. Like a bunch really of kids fun. in the 20s. Like yeah. somebody in a Jonathan Lethem novel. Yeah. <laughs> cool, obscure reference. I have no idea. Hold on, I have, can I, I have three more that I want to say. Bang the drum slowly, am I right? Go ahead, Ashley, sorry. <laughs> I have three more that I was, like, really torn about. Kick like the can. Yeah. Did you guys ever play kick the can? Is it was basically you... it was hide and seek, but or tag, but if you you'd have to kick. It was like tag and game. hide and seek. Yeah. So like there was it was like two teams or whatever, and everybody went to go hide, and then you would go try to find them, and if you found them, they had to go to jail, kind of like capture the flag. But if you went mm. and like could kick the can without getting tagged, you freed your whole team from the yeah. jail. So you had to try. Liberation. Whatever it was, just really lots of liberation. Strong. It was yeah, a lot of really fun. Great. Mm. Um, Nukem. Did you guys play Nukem? No, I played Duke, I played Duke Nukem. Nukem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I loved Nukem. I it was came essentially here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah. Uh, Nukem was volleyball, but like you could catch it, so you would throw it over and try not to get it to like hit the ground. So if you caught it, um, you could like pass it. I think once, but like you had to. Tr- you essentially it was just volleyball, but with catching. It was mm. awesome. So, like, as you got eliminated, if you dropped it or whatever, you were out, and your team would, like, dwindle down to only, like, one person. They would try to, like, get – you're, like, diving all over, catching the ball. It was so much fun. And then the last one was Steal the Bacon. Did you guys ever play that game in gym class? Not a huge So, like, score. it was, like, you yeah. – like, <laughs> Yeah, Jay was so good at that at Hebrew school because that was, nobody touched it. 
Yeah. I was like, like I don't care. In my house, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're only half. <laughs> We're only half. <laughs> we like had that in school. It's like, I'm only half. Nom, 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 nom. I don't blame them. Bacon's yeah, go so ahead. good. It's steal the so bacon. You, you line up against opposite walls and like each, uh, there's like, it's two teams and each, uh, you would assign like numbers or something. So like somebody on this team was a two and that person was a two and the teacher would yell out a number and those two people would sprint to the middle and there was a, a flag or a something oh, that you try to steal and get yeah. back to your thing before you got tagged. I so it was like, that. all right, fours. And then the two fours would yes. run out and try to like do it. And it was like, all right, and everybody was like, go. Oh, they're not even, they're not even half attractive. They're both fours. It was a weird way to rate kids, but it was, it worked. <laughs> Yeah. And then they'd yell, steal the bacon, and everybody would go. But it was yeah. like, if you got matched up with somebody who wasn't athletic, it was, God, you just dunked all over them. But you'd get a point yeah. if... Anyway, got those it. were my No, I, re- I vaguely remember that. I don't think we called it steal the bacon, but I do remember mm. that. It was huh. really fun. Well, lots of fun games. I think we covered yeah. most of them here. I miss... The, like, I would love to play them now. Why don't we play them now? Because we're not allowed to leave our houses. I know, but in general, even as adults, we still don't play them. Portland, Oregon, and I'm sure New York too, but Portland had like a ton of adult recess game leagues and stuff like that. Yeah, I played kickball as an adult. That was really fun. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of softball leagues and stuff, but most of them, you'd be shocked to learn, are very like, oh, we have to have two girls. And it's like, well, but at this point, we're all unathletic, so you don't get to do that anymore. It doesn't work. Sexism doesn't work in adulthood in terms of recess games. Yeah, dude, you have like a tattoo of Bradley Knoll that you got so fat and stretched (laughs) out that like now it looks like old dying Orson Welles. Chill out, dude. (laughs) Dude, I can't believe you also know Tad. He's actually an okay Rose guy. Bud. Am I yeah. right? Uh, he's pretty good, actually. Yeah, he's a good dude. If you're also a straight so white it. male, that he's pretty the, cool. That is, less, that is the less funny version of All Fantasy Everything, a oh, podcast that is one of one of the only ones that remains uh, that you can find. It's a headgum. It's a headgum podcast. It's, it's a headgum head podcast. Yes. Wherever you get your podcasts. Do you know, uh, that's, so do you know that's Judy Dench? Who says that? No. No, no it's no, not. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I believed you. No, I it's fully Katie Nolan you. doing that's, a British accent. That's how long that's how long this day has been. I fully <laughs> believed you and now oh, that it's man. not true, I'm going to cry about it. My uh, I, my girlfriend texted me to say be nice to Katie about Gronk and I already blew it at the top so I just want to say I'm sorry this era of Patriots dominance is over but you will you will always have the memories of Thank the you. two two between two to three championships. I'm not really sure how many that you guys all won together. <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. I and I hope more sunny days lie ahead. Thank you so much. That and thanks for sucking up to AJ, uh, which brings <laughs> me to shout out AJ. Shout out, uh, shout out Sean Jordan. Oh yeah. Shout out, shout to out my nemesis David Bory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out Aurora, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Shout out Sioux Falls. Shout out Sue yeah. Carmel. Yeah, Saint Saint Carmel. Sean yeah. Sioux Saint, Saint Carmel. Sue Carmel. Saint Saint Sue Carmel. Shout out Saint Sue Carmel. Yeah. Uh, Devil Cammy Nolan. Uh, you know, <laughs> shout out. Shout out all of them. Ian, thank you so much for doing this. This was so much fun. Yeah. Um, I would say tell people where they can see you on the road, but I guess, you know, tell people where they can find you. What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, you can What's find up? me. I'll be, I, every now and then I go for like a half a mile walk on Rockland <laughs> Avenue in Glendale. So literally that road. Uh, watch the Late Late Show with James Corden. Uh, re, or listen to All Fantasy Everything. 
uh, watch the faded Twitch, uh, which Katie, you've been on, you know? Yeah, not uh, when you've ever been on it. What the hell? Yeah, and keep an eye out for Game On on uh, CBS. Hopefully it'll be out Do you soon. have any idea when it's coming out? I think sooner rather than later, but I really have no idea. I mean, idea. it should be. You know, it's like that we should start a thing like the Jordan doc. We should get a lot of people on the internet to demand mm. that they drop it sooner because we're desperate for content. Yes, hashtag Game On Now at Game CBS. On Now. Yeah. Game yeah, yeah, yeah. On immediately. Yeah. Come uh, on. Come on. Come on, guys. That, come on, we'll game on. We'll game, come on. Game, come on. All right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get it there. Ian, thank you so much. We love you so much. My pleasure. Thanks, I love Ian. you guys. Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute thrill. That was the best. A thrill. Bye, Ian. A thrill. A, a thrill. thrill. It was a trill and a thrill. All right, that was fun. Uh, the jingling you hear is uh, is Myrtle. She got her rabies vaccine. So it's she Myrtle. She has the rabies heart on her thing, but boy, does it jingle more than I anticipated. Uh, oh, you can get little like things for it, like little plastic rubber like, to like put outside. It. Yeah, yeah, so when they smash together, it doesn't make as much noise. That makes perfect sense. Annoying. Yeah, it is. I'm uh, I'm noticing it now. Just how annoying <laughs> it is. But with that in mind, I do think we have time for one more voicemail. Even if we don't, we're going to do it anyway. But before we do that, this podcast is also brought to you by Quip. So, Ashley, other than the jingling, how would you like Mm. me to tell uh, the people about Quip? This podcast has been so much fun. Tonight, I really had the time of my life, you might say. Mm. So, Katie, could you tell us about Quip as if you, too, have had the time of your life? What is that face you're making? And she's never felt this way before? Uh, yeah, I, can, I think I, I owe it all that. to you. I you think you I mean? do. Uh, I'm gonna stall. I swear till, it's the truth. <laughs> you're right, but I'm gonna stall till my boyfriend leaves the room. Uh, you're right. You're right and now? he's, he's uh, my, it's my boyfriend. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, he found it. He got, he got his phone. Yeah, his name's, he said, my name's Dan. <laughs> uh, I don't know <laughs> him. It's just a random guy walking. Ow, Myrtle! <laughs> ow, ow, stop. Please stop. I got, you're going to hate what happens next. So if you're already this worked up, yeah, go play with your monkey. Your ears flipped. Does that bother you? It doesn't bother me either. Please stop. Please, baby. Please take these treats. Take everything I have. Here's my mom's social security number. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, let me just pull it up on my phone. Baby, I love you so much. I, I, I do need you to chill out. The, the Reddit said that I talk about you too much. And so you're really... That's not true. Right One person said that. Oh, Everyone else no. was two like, this is adorable. It. Two people said it. Okay, well, like, like let two eight people other people. on Reddit have a voice, then where does it stop? Ow! You know what I mean? Oh, my God. She didn't even bite an extremity. She just took a chunk of my thigh. Myrtle. All right. All right. I see how you want to play it. And I'll fucking raise you this. How about this chew toy made out of ropes while I sing you a lovely song? Ow. All right. We're almost there, folks. We're almost there. You can edit out as much of this as you want nope. to. I'm leaving it. None of it. Great. Love that. That guy's girlfriend's going to really hate it. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> sucks for that guy's girlfriend. Hate her. I think we all decided. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, one person. Or, do you have a burner, Ashley? You can't keep taking the chew toys. No, I just and read them it. out of my reach. And so I can't give you – and then come back and bite me. It's like against the rules of the game. Maybe it's she's playing dumb, freeze dumb. tag. No. She's playing – the offensive one. This one has mm. been deemed un- not allowed. Okay. You said you wanted me to do... Ow! I've had the time of my life. Yeah. And you want me to do both parts? Just so we're clear, yeah. you want me to do yeah, both parts? Yeah, of course we do. Yeah. Lovely. I can't wait to do this for you. Uh, right, Mert. Isn't that right, Mert? 
Karis Lamert. All right, here we go. Oh boy. Ah! It's, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to play the song and read it and do it and distract Myrtle. Oh, I'm sorry. What do you, what do you think this is? My first time? Oh, she heard the noise yes. and she don't like yes, it. Yes, I, I do think it's your first time. <laughs> is the music too loud? Will you tell me? Yeah. Okay. Good. Keep it going. Let's talk out about brushing your teeth. 75% of us use old worn out bristles that are ineffective. Ow! And even more people forget to floss daily. Good health starts with good habits. Oh. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oil care essentials that you need. Toothbrush and floss better. The Quip electric toothbrush has timed sonic vibrations. With 30 second pulses. To guide a dentist, recommended two-minute routine. <laughs> oh, boy. Take each other's hands, and we seem to understand your dance. Uh, dentist recommended two-minute routine. And there's even a size-down version designed for kids. <laughs> Paired with clips inside cavity. You get all the ingredients. Stop fighting me. Teeth actually need and none they don't. But also has an equal friendly refillable floss. Hey Myrtle. Oh, Jesus. With the dispenser you keep for life. Stop parking, please, and expanding string. That's right. That helps to clean in between quip brush head toothpaste. What part is this? Ow. And floss refills are automatically delivered. On a dentist recommended. Schedule every three months. And for just five dollars each. A friendly reminder. She doesn't want to play tug anymore. Uh, when it's time for a refresh. And to stay committed to your oral health. And shipping is free. Join over three million happy customers. And practice good oral care. Easily and affordable. And is this a break? No, it's not. It's not a break. Where are we in this thing? And is it with quit? It starts at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Nolan right now. Sack solo. Ew. Please don't. Isn't it only a sex solo? There it is. Wee 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 wee
more of an oboe person. Go, go to getquip.com slash Nolan right now. You'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free. Getquip.com slash Nolan spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P. .com. You're so mad at me. Slash Nolan. It's Quip the Good Habits Company. Okay, ow! We get it! You don't like when I sing! Just get her a I Quip. Know. I know! Oh, I know. I know. Okay. It's over. It's over. I finished it! Why do you wait till I look away and then take full chunks out of my skin? Jay, can you play the last voicemail? Yeah. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Colin calling from Lincoln, Nebraska, and I have a question. If there was a situation similar to the purge, but instead of everything being legal, everything was open, and you had 24 hours to be out of quarantine, what would you do with that day? Love you guys. Mean it. Bye. Colin, a fantastic question. If it was like the purge, but instead of the purge, everything's open for 24 hours, what would you do? I would stay inside. Well, that's smart. I'm going to be honest. I would stay inside. Uh, it's a fun question. I think we're but weeks away from this being the case, from everything being open. Not because it should be, but just because it is. And so I would what, stay inside and play video games. What if we answered the question like you weren't going to get sick or get anybody else sick if you had 24 hours where it well, was Well, wouldn't like, that just be lovely? Well, that, you know what I mean? I think that was his intention. I believe so as well. Question. And I think it's just as important to emphasize that even when things are open, we still need to be careful and practice social distancing. I'm getting eaten by my dog. Mm. If I could be sure that I would be safe and everybody else would be safe and yada, 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 mm-hmm. yada, I would go to an amusement park. I would get yeah, adrenaline would. rushes. You'd go, you'd, you'd go to Six Flags and get them yeah. Dippin' Dots, girl. I would oh, get me those Dippin' Dots. I want some alcohol. I want roller coasters. I want to be scared. I want to be terrified. I don't want to wait in any lines. I'm the only one there. But that's, You're not great. the only one there. Well, that's, that's what I'm, I thought that was I, the whole – okay. All right. You're right. We're talking about different – we're all talking about different things. Jay, what would you do? I mean – we live in today's society and it's like, give me liberty or give me a haircut. And honestly, I'm going to get this haircut because <laughs> it is getting wow. out of control. You need it. Are you flying it. to LA? Uh, I, I guess I have to, right? That's where the hair gets cut. So That's get on true. the plane, Jeez. hop on over to Los Angeles, get the haircut. Maybe pop by Ian's house, say hey. You know, he seemed like. Mm. A, Don't think. What you do this thing now. where you meet somebody once and you're like, my new best friend. Yeah, my new best I, friend. I hated how much they got along. They got along really yeah, well. Yeah, well, maybe I'll just, maybe you know. go by Scott Hansen's if he's around, and then pop on oh, back geez. over to New York. And it's just dude energy. They have dude energy. That's what it is. It's big dude energy, and um, and I would get my hair cut. That's what I would do. Well, Colin. Well, Colin. Thanks for calling. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. Uh, guys, judging by the fact that my dog is going nuts, I, I think that's it for this week's edition of sports. Uh, shout out to State Farm, Coors Light, Ritual, and Quip, staying with us strong through the uh, quarantine. If you listen to this podcast, be sure to go to like the very specific URLs that we give you in weird ad reads because it makes us look good and keeps this podcast going. 
uh, and we really appreciate it. Shout out to also guys, the last dance. We didn't talk about it at all, but be sure to tune into the last dance, a behind the scenes look at the nineties Chicago Bulls dynasty, uh, continues this Sunday at 9 PM Eastern on ESPN. And then also listen to the wrap up podcast hosted by Jalen and Jacoby immediately after the broadcast. Presented by State Farm and AT&T, which is available wherever you get your podcast. The jingling is really going to upset people, Myrtle. I know I've spoken to you about that before, but if you could just take that down just one notch here in the final stretch of the podcast. Uh, shout out to Mariah while I'm thinking about it. And big thanks to you guys for listening. Now and again later when you get home. Honestly, you are home. So what now and then again later if you feel like it. Uh, look, it puts Mariah's dog to sleep, and it keeps my dog up all night. So try it with your dog. See where you fall in the spectrum, and then... You know, act accordingly. Uh, or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from Nebraska Crop Duster. There's a guy <laughs> farting out in the Midwest uh, that says, this is a great podcast. It is literally the sole reason I still have my sanity during quarantine. And I'm really glad they're still making episodes. Asterisk, cage door shuts. <laughs> oh. Or. Okay. Or it opens. Or is it opening? You know, who's well, to say? Are we it, in it? Are we in it? I think it opened when Ian came in, so probably shutting, but there's no way to be sure. Isn't it cool that his girlfriend, AJ, could be in the cage with us? Mm. K- yeah, K- I agree. J- Isn't it K- also K- cool that AJ, AJ? that AJ has probably listened to more episodes of sports than Ian has? Yeah. She's the, she's the shit and the jam, which he also is. But uh, if look, if we had to pick one, this was a weird purge situation. I don't know. I'm going with Pogs. Okay, and lastly, don't forget, you can always... <laughs> Holy f- shoot. Um, I'm going to do it again. I know. I caught, I caught myself that time. I caught myself that time. Leave us a voicemail. Okay, it's 860 Sorry about my friend Ashley. Say no. goodbye, honey. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Myrtle. Ow.